here we go. starting the recording at is this like part of the podcast all right here we go we're fucking on injured reserve we got lynchy we're fucking on lynchy f baby aka lynchy dfs on here he's with the red hat if you're watching on um instagram i guess and then we got johnny k johnny k aka johnny k2 on twitter with the uh dallas cowboys info the fantasy football info let's fucking do it Let's go. Let's start with review of last week with the most important game of last week, Cowboys-Vikings. My Lord. Was the win, was it a good thing or a bad thing? I say, I say both. What say you? Somebody's got to win the division. Um, and if you look at the rest of the schedule uh, for the, the, the rest of the teams here, um, Dallas clearly has the easiest schedule. Um, and in my opinion, if we don't go offensive line or defensive backfield in the draft, it's a waste of a draft. We have, have to question. address those two issues. I have a mm-hmm. question. What do you want? Do you want to win the division at like seven and nine? I don't. I'd rather, I would rather win the division at seven and nine than not win the division at five and 11. I, I, yeah, I understand you know, that, but like – the, the 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 picks of six through thirteen, you're gonna get athletes everywhere. You're gonna have teams that surprise in the draft, you know. Um, and I feel as though if you're not picking one or two, then pretty much anything through the rest of the top ten, I mean, it can be you can make up for it, you know. Um, the only way we're picking a quarterback, I mean, the only what the only logical pick at number one or two would be. Uh, Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. Trevor Lawrence. But you can make an argument. That's, that's what I, – I, I read an article saying that, and then um, he's, getting a, he's getting a lot of advice from different people. And I, I, think, wouldn't, I wouldn't come out if, it, if, it, if the Jets have the number one pick. Me either. If I'm Lawrence, can, I'm not going to the Jets. Are you kidding me? For like to ruin my career, the first like four or five years of your career, you're going to be – You're going to be – The Jets – they're really not, dude. You don't even know who the coach is gonna. You don't know who the coach is gonna be. How can you say they're not? Okay. They could hire a bum. Okay. And they can't hired be worse bums. Than Adam Gase. They've they hired be bums worse. before. The same guys who hired worse. Adam Gase are gonna be running the franchise. I want nothing to do with that. I'd rather hold out, train for a year. Don't even go back to college, but just train for a year. Wait till next year to see who's gonna be the number one pick. Or I just tell the Jets, you, I'm not gonna play for you, and force them to trade me like. What's his name? Eli Manning. There's no way you cannot. He's like Sam Darnold. If he goes to a good team, he's probably like a pro bowler, like in get, getting a big second contract type of player. If he goes to the Jets, he's a bum. A bum. Lynch, you're not allowed to woe any pro bowl conversation. You said Mark, yeah, Mark Sanchez. Now that it, we can talk about this live. It's you the said Jets. Mark Sanchez. It's the yeah, Jets. It, it, there must be something about it. I don't know, man. There's um, no way. But. Mark Sanchez didn't get a chance in, in Dallas. To, to bring this back, I'm going to say 
Well, he did, and he was awful. He played for, like, uh, a few drives, and I'm surprised he didn't do another butt fumble, to be completely honest. <laughs> but um, I would rather win the division at 7-9, 6-10 even, because um, if you look at the schedule remaining on the the teams in the East, they, there's there, it's hard to find wins, you know. So you uh, Philly, I don't even want to talk about them because Carson Wentz is literally playing like Helen Keller drunk right now. Um, but – Philly's got the Seahawks, Jeez. Packers, Saints, Cardinals, Cowboys, Redskins. At best, they've got two wins on that schedule. They're winning. They're winning the two games that matter, though. The, the last oh, two. But but then they'll they'll have five wins. Yeah, and they'll win the I'm division. I'm saying six and six and ten wins that division, and I don't think that the cow. There's nobody on the Cowboys that are that are laying down right now. Mike McCarthy's so, smashing out uh, or watermelon watermelons to prove principles and shit. And Demarcus Lawrence is like hungry. Uh, you got Jalen Smith. This, it's, it's too. It's too little, too late. Like, who the fuck cares if we we win a couple games now? But what you want? You want to win the division and get smacked in the first round by whoever? Like, I'd rather lose out and get a top five pick. This is so pointless. Right now, if we lost out, I mean, we would we if we lost every single game moving forward, we would uh, we would have a top five pick. Otherwise, Let's we're going to be competing with teams. No, no. I'm sorry. No, I I completely disagree with that. Completely. What? I don't because even why? if you win the division, it doesn't matter what we do in the playoffs. Our draft, our draft position is set. You know what I'm saying? So a seven and nine record is still going to get you. I don't want seven and nine. I want to lose every single game from here on out. We should be benching okay, anyone well, with any quality talent. Should not be put playing on the field. Zeke should not be on the field. Marcus that is why you're a physical the therapist. That is why you're a physical therapist. Me? I what do you promise. mean? And what the hell is Mike McCarthy doing besides losing games? Your entire fan base. You would lose your entire fan base. No, you wouldn't. They'd be like, wow, you're smart. You're ahead of the game. Watch fucking Demarcus Lawrence tears ACL in two games because he's playing for pride. And then you'll see how happy everyone is with you. That's, it's so dumb. We, we lost the season the a long time ago. We lost the season a long time ago. It's done. It's not worth a shitty Listen. playoff spot. Bro, bro, just because I'm the realistic Cowboy fan out of the two doesn't mean you can get all salty because you thought we were going to go undefeated this year, okay? I did. So Watch CD Lamp tears Achilles and you'll just be like, oh, yeah, I think we should be playing everybody. He could no. tear Achilles riding a fucking scooter on the sidewalk. I don't know. He could he could fucking die in a car crash. He could die on Jeez. an airplane. There's <laughs> risk there, in life. Can we knock on wood? There's risk there's in life risk and there's more life. risk on the football field if you can diminish the risk. How about that CD Lamp catch, though? How True. about that CD Lamb catch? True. Best, catch of the year. Best, best catch since Odell. The f- it's I close. I, I, I mean, I can't, I can't for sure say yes because I can't, like, think of every great catch that's been there. I know Julian Edelman had a really fucking crazy catch one year uh, since then, and uh, but it's up there, dude. I mean – It's up there. It, there's people saying top ten of all time catch. Like I, could see I wouldn't say that, but that was a freaking remarkable catch. Like the the concentration, the eye hand coordination, the adjustment, and Andy Dalton throwing to a fucking spot and not the player. Mm-hmm. That was, I, I'm sorry, I'm trashing Andy Dalton all the time, but that was a great fucking pass and an even better catch. Mm. Lynch, what do you that think? was great. Hmm? What do you think? I think top the three Eagles catch or top two win? catch. I think the Eagles will win the division at five and t- five, ten, and one. And I think what that's that based off? Gonna... That's not based off any facts. That's based off you hate the Cowboys. No, that's no, not... no. I, I, I side on the fact of you, Reg, 
and I think that you guys should just lose out intentionally. I think we should too, but we're not going to. We're not going to. I think we should, but we're not going to. We're I think I think you guys have the most talent in in the division, and you guys should have. You guys should walk through the division every year. But we have the best quarterback in the division right now. Mm, I'll take Dalton over Wentz. False. False. Who? I'll take <laughs> I'll take Alex Smith over Alex um, One Foot Smith, who shouldn't be playing in the league right now. Alex Smith Andy looks good, man. To who? The Washington football team. That's all that matters. He does not look good. He looks like to he should not be playing. Anybody listening? To anybody listening, probably very few people. This is exactly what it was like at Forty Two North every single night, and hey. I'm gonna shake it up because that's what I do. I would take Danny Jones over. Both. What? John keeps freezing, first of all. And out. His legs. Because of his legs. Alex has two legs. legs. Okay, he he, he turnovers the ball more than Jameis Winston. You want Danny Dimes? Dude fumbles every three plays. It says my internet connection is unstable. You're good. I believe that. You're freezing. Uh, But anyways, am I still freezing? No, you're good. It freezes like every five minutes, maybe for like ten seconds. Okay, well, um, I'll uh, I'll talk to Spectrum about that. Tell him to suck a dick. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, yeah, in Spectrum, hashtag fuck you. Um, anyways, so Danny Jones has two legs. You're right. Alex Smith has one and a half. Let's not kid. Let's not kid each other. Mm, two's a stretch, bunch. Yeah, bro. I mean, it's a bionic leg. No, it's not bionic at all. They took out like all of his muscles. He's doing fine. He keeps on the fucking ball to JD McKissick. That's apparently all they need. Yeah, his leg is not bionic. It's far from it. Have you JD seen JD McKissick you see Project getting 11? 15, JD McKissick's getting 15 targets a game. Did you see Appar- Project, Project 11, the documentary on Alex Smith? Apparently, JD McKissick and Alex Smith are meant for each other because they got not- they got something going on. And they sh- they're winning games that they shouldn't be. All right, but let's, they put are. You, let's put your money where your mouth is. Who wins this week? Cowboys, Redskins, in Dallas. Who wins? The What's Cowboys the because they're going to be playing for their fallen coach. This dude just spent ten minutes talking about how good the Washington football team is and how Alex Smith is the goat. But now the Cowboys are going to beat them. Yes, because they're playing for their fallen coach. The coach, she's still alive. No, he's not. Yeah. Yeah, this report saying that she's still alive. He's in the hospital. I don't tell me no. Oh, so the the Instagram post saying that he passed was incorrect? It was too early. First they said he passed. I I really don't know. First 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 they didn't know. I don't know who the fuck he is. I don't know who he is either. But first they said they didn't know. Then they said he passed. Then they said he didn't pass. Then they said he passed. Now they're saying He's in the hospital. They're not the players. Like, the players sure were sending out posts and whatnot. So I think he's in critical condition, probably. I don't know. They're gonna be playing for him. So whatever. Cowboys are winning the division. I don't want them to, but I'll be happy if they do. No, you won't. Not as happy, but you gotta watch him get smacked by Tom Brady. Oh, I'll take the Cowboys over the Bucks any day. That's bold. And JPP's JPP is getting picks left and right. No, he's not. John's frozen, frozen now. John's struggling. Oh, Spectre has. What the fuck? You're frozen, dude. Can y'all hear me? 
Yeah, yeah. we can hear you. What the fuck? Shit, we can hear you. That's all we need. Okay. Um, I don't really know. I don't know what else to do. Uh, but anyways, am I still frozen? Uh, you're slow. What the fuck? It's I don't know what now. to do. I could try to, I could try to join from my phone. I don't know, but um, sorry for fucking up this podcast, guys. I don't no, know. Do. Like I literally never had connectivity issues on this computer. Um, but I would say uh, Cowboys over the Redskins this week. Um, Me too. As a homer pick, I don't expect it to be close. I think we win by ten. I say, I'm gonna say twenty-seven, twenty-four. Last second, Greg Zerline kick, Cowboys. So you expect it to be close? Me? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I think our team sucks, Um, and I think their football team is pretty good. I think they have the best team in the division. I think we have a better quarterback. Uh, I have a question. uh, I'll take the win. What's up? Zach Martin. Zach Martin played right tackle last week. Mm Mm-hmm. What did he play well? Yeah, he's a Hall of Fame offensive lineman, and he he looked like a Hall of Fame right tackle. I was, I was just stuck. asking. So the guy that they put at guard, is he like trash? No, he was like a second round pick a couple years ago. Um, he was never going to beat out Zach Martin, and with a regularly healthy offensive line, he was like, so a, is it, he's a good. Is it player. like a permanent like thing until like injuries figure maybe themselves for, out? Maybe for the rest of the year. I mean, because Collins is not coming back all year, and Tyron Smith's not coming back all year, so maybe the rest of the year we have. Tyron Smith's Martin. out all year. Yeah, dude, he had neck surgery. I did. I, I, mean, I haven't paid attention. Yeah, surgeries. Yeah, he's out all year. Collins has been out the whole year too, so we we'll probably have oh. Martin at tackle the rest of the year. Can't wait until JPP gets to uh, rush those bums with his four fingers on both hands combined. Hey, he's catching the ball. Back to back weeks with interceptions. You guys lost though. Hey. He he can't do it all. <laughs> Yo, is John is John there? John's John's gone. He yeah. might have, maybe you should connect with your phone. Can y'all really not fucking hear me right now? We can hear yeah, you. Yeah, we, we can hear you now. We just I don't know if you because oh you're frozen. God. I didn't know if you were there or not. Maybe you should just turn off your camera. Oh my god, I'm just gonna connect with my fucking phone. Come through with Cameras the phone. doesn't do anything. It, it's it, it, got, it, it has, has everything to do with. Uh... He gone. All right, Lynch. Is this fucking me and you? Shit. Yeah. Oh, right, here we go. Next. He's back. He's back. There he is. Is that your phone? <laughs> what is, this? is he on twice? <laughs> this is some freaky shit. Yo, I thought John had like a twin for a second. I'm putting that on Instagram. <laughs> that shit All was right, fucking can y'all hear freaky. Me? Yeah. yeah, we can hear you. Okay. The view is not oh as God, sexy, bro. but it's uh, it's good. What the fuck? All right, John. All right. Um, let's have some order to this yeah. podcast. What are we talking about next? What do you got? What's, what's on the docket? All right, so... Uh, 
Cowboys Buccaneers talk. We can if you want to talk about the Bucks, I guess we can. No, it's not worth um, it. Week eleven um, So talking about week eleven, studs and duds, the top performance of the week, um, injuries and storylines. Anything y'all want to talk about from week eleven? Uh, week twelve preview. Uh, we can do a little bit of pick them. Uh, who's in? Who's out from the lingering injuries like um, Kenny Galladay, Joe Mixon, all that. Um, Joe Mixon. Spotlight is. Yeah. Let's go with the picks. 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 You pick the um. Let's go in order, whatever you want to do. You go first. I'll go second. Lynch goes third. I'm not going first for the game. I'm still trying to. I'm still trying to get my life together. All right, Lynch goes first. So wait. I'll go second. Was I reading the outline for you to just pick which one you wanted to talk about, or are we going to? Well, I don't want you to go through the whole entire outline. It's a long outline. Let's just pick one and go. Let's run it. So, All right, so what did y'all think about week 11? Mm. Keenan Allen's a goat. Keenan Josh Allen Herbert is, is that dude. Is that dude. Josh Herbert, Justin. rookie of the year. Justin. I'll call him Josh. That's fine. Um, <laughs> Justin Herbert, that dude, he might be the best rookie quarterback I've ever seen as a rookie. Look, who's ever played better as a rookie quarterback? Dak? Mm, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that. Dak, I mean, Dak was good. He won Rookie of the Year. Herbert, Herbert's putting up more numbers. But, uh, yeah, Herbert's that. putting up better numbers than Dak did. Dak won, went 13-3, but pure quarterback played numbers-wise, I think Herbert might be the best rookie quarterback of all time. It's bold. Look it up. Check the stats. That is uh, – wow. That's a, I don't think I'm wrong. I don't think I'm wrong there at all. Yeah, I mean – No, I mean – but I mean, he, he what? I mean, they're not getting it done, you know. I mean, I know yeah. they're down their star running back, and they're uh, they've got injuries on the defensive side. But I mean, at the end of the day, year. what do they have? Three or four wins. So I mean, yeah, they're um, definitely not winning. But, but I think he's he's definitely the he looks like that dude, and he's going to be good for a long time. Yeah, at least they don't they don't have to you know go waste another draft pick next year on a quarterback. Absolutely. I, and coming out of the draft, I didn't really, I wasn't really that high on him, to be honest. Like, I thought he, I knew he was a gunslinger, but I didn't know that he was going to be this fucking good. I thought he was good. I just, I didn't think the, the fucking Chargers were the best fit for him. And unfortunately, they, uh, you know, they essentially screwed over Tyrod with that whole doctor stabbing Tyrod in the lung. They didn't screw him over. Bro, the dude, the, doc, dude, the doctor's better than punctured him. His, his lung. Yeah, okay, shit happens. It's a medical procedure. There's risk involved. That's why they have malpractice insurance. But Herbert is better than Tyrod Taylor. That's why he's playing. If he wasn't, Tyrod would be playing again. He, but Sorry, Herbert that's how it goes. Got, Herbert wouldn't have gotten the opportunity when he did. No shit. And Dak wouldn't have got the opportunity if Roma didn't break his back. But shit happens. And then he outplayed yeah. him. That's just how it goes. Mm-hmm. Tyrod um, should be on the Cowboys. That's how I feel. Good God. Bro, Tyrod's trash. He's Tyrod's better than Andy Dalton. No, no he's, he's not. not. I'd rather have Dalton. Don't get me wrong. It's close, but... <laughs> Bye-bye, John. This dude stays being frozen. <laughs> What's he doing? Is is bad. Tell him to get off the Wi-Fi. 
<laughs> I don't know. Oh man. Let me let me get this guy out. Can you kick him? I'm trying to. Oh god, this dude's. Someone got like had he's got a fucking Walmart connection over here. All right, Lynch. What do you think about? Um, let's let's talk Bucks for a second. Do you think? Are they a Super Bowl team? Probably not. You want to leave it at that? that? <laughs> yeah, Why? I mean, they just—I don't know, man. They just—they—they they ain't got it. Is it Tom Brady's fault? Last night was. Is Jameis – should Jameis still be the quarterback? No. So you'd rather have Tom, but he, Tom's not – Tom's costing you what? You guys have a Super Bowl defense. You have a Super Bowl offense maybe besides mm-hmm. your running We don't back. have a Super Bowl defense. It's pretty good. Yeah, but we lost V to V, and it's that's a big deal. So what's, he, what's, the, what's he, stopping he, you guys from being a Super Bowl team right now? Play it, the cohesiveness. No, we're I not, think that's Tom we're, Brady's fault. We're not. Last night, like I said, it was Tom Brady's fault. I saw a lot on Twitter about how um, people oh, were. John's like, back. John's coming back. Let's see how this goes. You're gonna have fun editing. Johnny K, what's going on? I have no idea, dude. I tried on my phone without Wi-Fi. Tried on my computer with Wi-Fi. I really, I really have no idea. I have was, no clue. It was spazzing out for a good like five minutes. I had to kick you off. Yeah, I genuinely have zero idea what the F is going on right now. And then it's it's working fine right now. Maybe like I don't know, like every couple minutes it like dies out or something. Yo, if it if it keeps doing this, I'm not gonna do this at all. Um we will have to like I've we've never had this issue when it was just uh like when it was me and you. Yeah, I've maybe just the three people bandwidth or something. I don't know. All right. So uh, now that this is real nice and disorganized, uh, well, I guess we can keep going. Um, Me and Lynch were just uh, talking Bucks. Lynch thinks the Bucks are not a Super Bowl team. He does not believe in Brady, doesn't believe in the defense. No, thinks- I take that. Reg, you're misconstruing my words. That's what you said. Tom Brady, Tom Brady cost us the game last night. 100% cost us the game last night. Do I think, you know, the next time Tom Brady has an opportunity, he'll come through? Yes. And, I mean, he's given he's given me no reason to think otherwise. I mean, it's not like he's intentionally losing these games. He's old so, and he sucks. I don't I – don't He looked, he looked he uncomfortable sucks. last night. He looked yeah. really uncomfortable. The, the biggest thing right now that – and I've talked with – uh, my friends that are Bucks fans. The biggest thing that is hurting us right now is the fact that Ali Marpet has been out the last three plus weeks. Um, you know, he's an all pro guard and we've kind of just been trying to figure things out on the offensive line. If Ali Marpet can play Sunday, like it's going to make a huge difference. Um, because I mean, we're going to have to score nearly every time we touch the ball playing the chiefs. So you guys have, Probably the best receiving core in the league. You have Tom yeah, Brady if quarterback. You have, if you don't have time, Reg, then you're, you're going to be uncomfortable, like he said. Throw Please, it. Tom yeah. Brady's the king of getting rid of the ball. 
And we're the king of knowing what it's like to play without an offensive line. And Andy Dalton's getting it done with a bunch of third stringers and one. Are you serious? Is he not? Okay. I thought it froze again, bro. Am I frozen again? No, you're good. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, he is, but uh, for what? One game? You know, I mean, we looked like garbage against the Redskins. Um, We got beat 25 to 3. Um, your defense, your defense sucks. It it sucked in the past tense, but I yeah, mean, right it's, now it's I good would, now. We're playing good. I, I mean, that same our our defense at full health gave up seventeen point or like twenty. What we we didn't get marched on by the Rams like y'all did. Mm. And y'all were marched on as the best defense in the league. I, yeah, our I, defense. I still, I would still say run defense. You you probably still are the best defense in the league. But like I like I told um, told Reggie when when you were gone, the the defense is not Super Bowl caliber. Um, losing Vita Bay uh, is huge. Um, it, it takes away like that that pure run stopper, and you know it makes makes it to where that Ntamakan Sue is getting double teamed, or you know. Shaq Barrett is getting double teamed. Uh, it, it doesn't, you know, because Vita Vey was t- eating those double teams. He would just take two people, sometimes three people, and then other people are getting one-on-ones and able to get to the quarterback. And the people that they got to replace him, like, they're doing okay. Like like you said, we're probably still one of the top three rush defenses. It's just we're not getting to the quarterback because we don't have that big body in the center just eating blocks. So you're saying the Cowboys could beat the Bucks if you play them in the no. first round? No. That's what it sounds like. No. You guys have a lot of holes. No. Tom Brady's not good with pressure. No. We might have a chance. You have no chance. That's coming from Lynch. His words. No chance. I disagree. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say no chance. No chance. Lynch, I honestly would take our receiving core over yours. So Bold. Would I. Bulb. So would I. Okay. Mm, all day. But but while we're while we're still talking about our receiving core, um, if you truly truly think that Michael Gallup is better than Amari Cooper, you are stoned. I do. Yeah, bro. Michael Gallup has made some of the most extraordinary catches I've ever seen. He's clutch. He's a down oh, the field threat. Him for in that Seattle but game. He doesn't. Dude, he made some focus. nasty catches. He doesn't focus on the freaking seven yard. Uh, slant routes he turns into a body catcher and and they're hitting him right in this right in his numbers dude and he freaking has so many drops this season he's not as polished as amari i'll give you that but i think what i meant to say is if we ever come to a point where we're deciding in the future between amari and gallup i want us to keep gallup over amari i think gallup has a way higher ceiling and will be a superstar receiver on his next contract i think he'll be a superstar He's got all the talent in the world. He's not as, as good of a route runner as Amari, but he makes big time plays, big red red zone target. He's he's a monster, and I think I think once he gets it all together, two, one two years, I think he'll be a stud. I don't think I don't think you guys come to that like think that option though. Like it's 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 Amari because Amari's already paid, and then it's gonna be CD because CD's cheap. Like yeah, once Gallup's once his contract comes up, Gallup's gone. Which I think you're right, but I think is Gallup under contract next year? Yeah, this is his third season in the pros. Yeah, so I think after next year, 
He's there's gone. something with no, but listen though, there's something with the Mars contract where after next year, like the, it's not guaranteed. I think. So I think if next year, if Gallup develops the way I think he might, then I think it'll be between Amari and Gallup. If he balls is out next year. Is this his third year or his second? I think this is it's, his third. Okay. Um, this is his third. So, so I don't know about the, the fine print in Amari's contract, but um, what I do know is that with Dak on the field, Amari is a fringe top 10 wide receiver. And Michael Gallup, while has he's shown some promise, you know, I I wouldn't even put him top 20. Yeah, no, no, he's not. Especially not this even, year, he's having a really bad year. But I think with he's Dak... He's targeted 60 times and has 31 receptions. Yeah, not great. But I think with Dak, when he, he, he had a pretty good season with Dak so far. Or up to the point where he got hurt, he was he was all right. I think he was about to like blow up. I think next year, if Dak's back and Gallup gets a little bit better, I think he can outshine Amari. And then it'll be like, okay, is it Amari, Amari or Gallup? What do we do by the end of next we'll see, year, man? We'll, we'll see. see. Bold, bold. Um, Tennessee over Baltimore, thirty to twenty-four. That one went to OT. Um, what did what do y'all take away from that? I think it was a a huge game for Tennessee because um, it pretty much um, supplants them like right there. They had to obviously they have to keep pace with the Colts because like the Colts. It, I feel like if Tennessee lost, like the Colts had an opportunity to run away with that division, um, and it's obviously a huge loss for the Ravens because now the Browns have a better record than them. So like the Ravens are going to be trying to scratch and claw to get in um and they might not even be able to play thursday night uh, no, they're, playing. they're playing yeah, they have they only have one healthy running back and like that's all they need they should they should move the game but no they the nfl doesn't be... the nfl isn't gonna move it i think it'll be fine i think thursday's the perfect time to play the game i think ingram and jackie dobbins shouldn't play and uh they should play it's thanksgiving it's an American holiday. Don't move that game. Is it because okay. I have Gus Edwards as my not... running back? Maybe. <laughs> Don't move the game. And Johnny I mean, is frozen. Two original, like, are you? You're good. You're good. You're good. No, you're, you're back. Good. You're back. Are you you're serious? back. You're, you're back. Good. You're back. You're good. Oh my god, dude. These people think, are gonna get every dose of my temper. This I think you were laughing too hard because this is you were laughing too hard. They couldn't handle pixels. Because. But yeah, the oh my god, Reggie, Reggie is saying this because he plays me this week and uh, he he has Dobbins, so like he wants to obviously no, Gus Edwards. Yeah, yeah, he has Gus Edwards. Dobbins is actually him. a free agent. I heard I heard today, um, so I might have to go try and scoop him up. Okay, good. He's um, not gonna play. Go pick him yeah, up. I can play him next week. I don't gotta play him this mm-hmm. week. I got five running backs that are better than every running back you have on your team. No, you don't. But That's a lie. John, John, this guy, he told me in a group chat that he was going to go visit Adam Thielen with a dirty COVID mask so he doesn't play. Oh my god, dude! Prove it. Prove it. I never said I got that. Got a screenshot. Mm, fake. Fake news. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm not above. I'm, I'm not above that. I want to win. Wow, 
Sorry about All right. It. Well, I mean, isn't Thielen already on the COVID IR list? He he's on the COVID yeah. list, but he's not on the IR list. So like, what the what a lot of NFL teams have been doing, um, and they and, I mean the Ravens even did it with uh, um, J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram. Like they, they're putting them on the list essentially when there's any risk at all. So like no, they have Sunday to. night Sunday night after the game they'll put them on the list and then they can come off you know. Thursday, Friday. No, um, but not if they have COVID. They yeah. put you. They put someone less if either you have COVID or you're ex- yeah, exposed. So feeling, they don't say does not have COVID. I don't think you know that. They don't feeling tell you have COVID. How do you know? He doesn't have COVID. That's not an answer to how do you know? You can't just say the same thing. They put anyone on that list if either you have COVID or been exposed, but they don't tell you because of they HIPAA put, if someone they, has COVID or not. They put them on the IR. They put them on the COVID IR list. It's the same if thing. If they have COVID, no, because yes, like right is. now, I. Okay, Reg. Whatever. Unless the, unless it comes out and they <laughs> say they have unless they come out and say they have COVID, which people choose you do, to you, do. You do. You, you right. don't. You don't have to tell people you have COVID or not, Lynch. It's called a HIPAA violation. So they put people on this COVID slash reserve list. Mm-hmm. And then it goes from there. So you don't know if COVID, unless Thielen comes out and says, I don't have COVID, I was up. They put me on the list because I was exposed. Unless someone says that. He doesn't unless have COVID. That's out, unless that's out there, you don't know if he has COVID or not. He doesn't have COVID. How do you know? I got sources. Okay, then. So Lynch has made up sources to say he doesn't have COVID. Unless someone comes out and says otherwise, okay, if you right. don't know, then they're on you the COVID you. slash reserve list. That's the mm-hmm. best of protocol. Tell me I'm wrong. How's, how's it different than that? You do you. Explain to me how I'm wrong. Go ahead. Go ahead. Explain. So moving on, uh, let's uh, preview uh, Thursday's games. All right. So, so Texans-Lions, uh, uh, what do you guys think uh, about that first game? Can you say that again? Texans-Lions, what do you think about the first game? Um, I think it's going to be extremely boring. I think that – For real? I think that Kenny Galladay is going to be questionable up until Thursday. Yes, I'm salty because I have him on two out of three teams. And then they're going to fucking sit him. And then we're going to have to watch Marvin Hall run his ass off and probably drop four out of eight targets. Do you have Marvin Hall on your teams? No, I'm not that dumb. (laughs) So I have a question, John. Do you you honestly, like, think it's going to be boring or, like – No, no. I think it'll be a good game. Uh, Swift should be back for the Lions, create some sort of balance – um, Peterson's pass is prime. Carry on Johnson just kind of like disappeared. So with Swift back on the field, um, I think that they can establish a run, get something going. TJ Hawkinson's having a really good season. Um, neither team has a defense. So it's going to be an entertaining start to the Thanksgiving yeah, holiday. That's, and that's what I was I, thinking. I was thinking that it's going to have a lot of points, um, which is different from past like Detroit games on to start Thursday. Like, there have been some games that were freaking trash. And then, like, there there are some games where, like, Detroit just gets rolled over. Like, I remember when CJ2K was, like, prime Chris Johnson. He had that, like, 50 fantasy point day against them yeah. where he just yeah. – it, it, like, broke broke fantasy. It was unreal. I like, um, I like uh, Houston 33-27 in that game. Personally, yeah. um, I like I like Houston that game too. I think Houston will win. It might be a blowout. Didn't the Lions do like nothing last game? Last they game? didn't have Swift. 
They didn't. They got score. shut out. Matt yeah, Stafford they didn't got shut. They didn't have Swift. for the first time in his career. Stafford's never gotten shut out. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think the Texans win big this game. But he I I don't think. I think that the Texans are relatively one-dimensional right now. I think it's it's Without either David Johnson. You're right. Duke yeah, Johnson's I think, not an effective three-down back. I think it's coming from Deshaun Watson with his legs, or he has to throw the ball. Um, and I mean, from what I believe, I, I think the lines are getting a little bit of pressure, and the Texans have always struggled with protecting the quarterback. So it'll be interesting if like the lines are able to get any pressure on Watson. Um, because Watson, like, I, all I see is videos of Watson scrambling and making ridiculous plays. But, like, you know, h- how often is he going to be able to do it? He's the top scorer in fantasy uh, week 11. Yeah. 31.4 so. in uh, PPR format. I guess it really doesn't matter for a quarterback. But, um, no, I mean, he uh, – I mean, he's having a really good year. I mean – uh, when we get down to the top 10, he definitely makes my top 10. You know, Stafford mm-hmm. doesn't this year. Um, initially, uh, he did, but he's probably uh, in my first five outside of the top 10 would be Stafford. Um, I don't know. I just I'm, uh, I think that the reemergence of Brandon Cooks has really lit a fire to the Texans Cause, offense. Because they, they fired Bob. Different. Well, yeah, that's when they got their first win after that. And then um, but I mean, didn't they like lose to Jacksonville or something like that? Like they so lost, they, had... they lost the first week. Um, and I heard a, I heard a stat that week that, um, cause obviously everyone like fantasy wise is like, oh, you know, they're going to play for the interim coach, yada, yada, yada. Um, apparently there's a stat to where like teams that fire their coach, like the next week, like they're, they're only winning a third of their games. So like firing your coach doesn't help you that next week. Like, yeah, it's not no, like it's not like your coach gets ejected in baseball and then yeah. and then the team rallies around that. No. It, yeah. that, that locker room is scrambled. Everyone's wondering what the fuck's the game plan is going to be like. Probably, Even J.J. Watt wants out, too. That tells you everything you need to know. J.J. Watt's trying to get out next year. I think J.J. Watt has probably very minimal years left in the NFL. Yeah, Agreed. Like, that's what he's saying. He's like, he's like, I don't want to be here for a uh, rebuild. So that's what they're you doing. Know. So I think they're going to trade him or cut him after this year. I think he'll probably go to Steelers, play with his brother for a year or two. I that would brothers. be, yeah, yeah, that would be pretty cool. I would like to see that. See him right off into the sunset after playing playing with his family. I sounded really weird there. Right off into the sunset. Anyways, um, I like, yeah, I, I uh, wh- where is David Johnson? What happened to him? He's on IR. He's on like the passion, but he's on the three week thing. I don't know what he did though. I mean, the IR, the IR as a whole is like three weeks now. They made it. But is it still related to concussions? I'm not sure. I I haven't looked. Um, to be honest, I think they figured he'd just be out for a while, so they put him on the list because they figured he'd be out at least three weeks. But. Um, yeah, I, I think the Texans win. I just think it's, I think it's a really exciting game because I think there's a lot of points there. Um, what's I think the second game? Uh, Washington and Dallas. Oh, come on. Sure. Who plays at 4, 4 p.m., 425 Eastern Standard Time every single Thanksgiving? You're right, you really you're right, you're right. Next, I forgot, I got the times, next. I got the times fucked up. It's like, to what, 10 in the morning I and feel... then like 4? No, it's 1 and 4. 
It's twelve thirty. Twelve thirty for four thirty and eight twenty. So uh, I, I like I said, I think they're the Cowboys win. Um, I think it'll be close. Um, because I, I, I don't think your rushing defense is very good. Um, and I do think Washington has a decent um, offensive line that is doing enough right now to, to allow them to move the ball. Um, I don't know. I, I remember them having issues with Dustin Hopkins. Um, so I don't know if they're in the process of bringing in a, a new kicker. Um, but obviously, like you said, Reg, that, that could come in to affect in a close game at the end of the game if, you know, they're bringing in a new kicker or whatnot. Your line, grab their legs, going to hit a game winner. Heard it here first on the Inter Deserve. Mm. Stay well. I think we lost John again. So Did we? Yeah, I thought it was you're, uh, we hear you. Yeah, we hear you. Uh, I think we can hear you. Am I frozen? Ish. You're slow right now. You're good. You're good. Okay. Oh, I guess that's good enough. I don't. Okay. Um, I like Dallas in this game. Can I? Can I still be heard? Yeah. You're good. Can you hear me? Yes. Can't see. Can't yes? see you, but okay. can hear you. Uh, I like Dallas. Um, I. I like Dallas. I think uh, Andy Dalton is playing behind the healthiest offensive line we've had um, really since all the injuries started. Um, Zeke got over 100 yards for the first time in I don't know how many weeks. Um, Amari Cooper looks like he's actually wanting to play football again. Um, When Danucci and Garrett Gilbert were on the field, you could just see on Amari's face that he just didn't want to fucking be there. Um, Uh I like – CeeDee Lamb is just continuing to get it done. Um, and our defense is playing better than it's played all season. Um, I saw John. I would not I, call us a bad defense anymore. I saw John snap on a uh, Cowboys fan that said Garrett Gilbert needs to be playing instead of Andy Dalton. Who the fuck said something dumb like that? It was somewhere on off. Facebook. Where was it? I on Facebook? <laughs> I politely provided stats. I politely provided stats and then told her to wake up and called her Karen. <laughs> What did she say after that? I don't think um, she responded. She then she started bringing up like she started bringing up like gender stereotypes with another guy, and I was like, I'm out. Oh god, yeah. When people lose a the conversation, they just switch the subject. It's like, why don't you come and bring it back to what we were talking about? You had to switch it up because you know you're fucking wrong. Actually, she didn't respond. She just laughed at what I said, and I was like, you literally have nothing to say to just bold, like just cold hard facts. Like completion percentage was literally 15 points different. QBR was like 25 points different. Um, Garrett Gilbert threw for one touchdown and one interception. And she says, Andy Dalton is throwing bad interceptions. Did anybody see that guy's interception from Minnesota? It was fucking disgusting. Oh, the yeah, guy like laid catch. out full extension. What, it was Andrew? a bad, pa- it was a bad pass. Like he should have a minimum tipped it, but it was a crazy catch. It was a great, great play. It really wasn't that bad of a pass. I, it was I, a I pass. It. I it was way behind him, and he like he he would have at minimum batted it down. It was a yeah, great catch, but it was it was a bad pass. Um, but I mean, he threw for three and one uh, interception, three touchdowns, one interception. Garrett Gilbert, they're talking about like how he was moving the ball, move this and that. Like there was no tape on him. Um, he kept the he kept Pittsburgh on their heels because he was running the ball out of the gates, you know. And they didn't know what the fuck to expect. And then what did they do? They adjusted in the second half, and we were shut down. Mm-hmm. 
So, um, but yeah, I did, I did kind of, uh, I did kind of, I, I mean, USF, Dallas. I, John took a pimple on Facebook. It's a, it's a frustrating year for John. It is. And it's like, <laughs> I can look forward to Mavericks basketball and that's it. My Rangers are awful. Cowboys suck. I'm not mm-hmm. really a big hockey fan, but hey, the Stars went to the Stanley Cup Finals. But what? They lost. Your fucking um, Wi-Fi's ass. Yeah, it's a rough, it's a rough year for you. It, am I really not on again? <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just saying in general. Just in general, oh, yeah. another bad thing oh, okay, in 2020 good. for you. Um, yeah, no. So, I mean, uh, yeah. It, I mean, I don't want to talk about it. So, what's, the, I, I, what's the night game? What's the night game? Ravens-Steelers. That'll be good. That'll no, be I good. think it'll be good. I think it'll be boring, though. I, th- I think the Ravens are playing for their season, more or less. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I like mean, they're 6-4. and four. If they lose again, I-, I don't see them making the playoffs. And they have to kind of prove, like, hey, not only can we win, but we need to be able to beat teams like Pittsburgh if we want to make any type of noise in the playoffs. Do you think, like, this is like a you think, do you think that there is there has been a worse 10-0 and 0 team? Than the Steelers, <laughs> I couldn't agree. In with the that history, more, <laughs> I, no, I think the Steelers are real. I think that I think they're good. I think I think I don't, I don't remember what what their record was, but by the Chiefs. No, no, no. I think that I think the Chiefs like this was like in middle school. They were like 11, 12 and zero. Remember that the Chiefs? When they had like Holmes and shit. And I think so. Yeah, they were like yeah. undefeated for a long ass time. Reggie's, I think the Steelers would beat them, but Reggie's boy Larry Johnson, <laughs> Larry Johnson, but um. I think the Steelers are real. I don't think they're the best team in the league or no, even the AFC. Fake. No, they said they're the fake. worst ten and zero team of all time. Yeah. Well, how many ten and zero teams have there been? And of all those teams, and of all those teams, they were probably pretty damn good. You know. I think this team is pretty. I think this team is easy going to the AFC Championship. I I would bet against that. Unless they play the Chiefs on the way, I think they're going to go to the championship. The Bills and uh, and the Chiefs are better than the Steelers. The Bills, the Bills defense is really, really suspect. suspect. Um, Josh they, Allen is suspect. Okay, he he disappeared for what two or three games? Max out. He he's Bro, disappeared his out. whole career. He had a good start his to this year. Career. He hasn't been good until he <laughs> he's been he's all right, man, isn't he? He's been all Get right. He's been okay, out. Right. What's year, this? His third year. Last year's completion percentage he was, was a rookie last year. This year it's sixty-eight. He had a good start to the year. He's having a great start to the year. But to say you're going to trust that guy in the start. AFC Championship game or before? It's Come week on, fucking dude. twelve. It's week twelve. He hasn't week. played great in like four or five weeks. Oh, he hasn't because he had one of his best games uh, the week before the bye. Versus who? I don't remember that one. I don't know uh, either. I, 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 I figure it out. Very forgettable. You. Very forgettable yeah. performance. <laughs> figure it out. Just like uh, Ron Diggs. No, they, they, no, they barely. Out, right? they, they, they beat the Cardinals, right? They barely. They lost. They lost to the Cardinals. They lost the Cardinals. No, they lost the Cardinals. Okay, but he had a really bye. good game, and then, and then he beat he beat the Seahawks. Beat Seattle. He threw you know, for four fifteen. You know who almost beat Seattle? Cowboys almost beat Seattle. We should have beat Seattle. With a healthy Dak, yeah. Yeah, okay. So a shitty team almost beat Seattle. Shocker. The, the Bills are right. They're not beating the Steelers in the playoffs. At the time, at the time that we were playing Seattle, you still thought we were going to win the Super Bowl, and now you're calling them shitty. That like, game was when mind. I re- that game mind. is when I realized this ain't the year. That because we I were, I don't think, 
I we don't, don't want to embarrass do you point. on your own podcast, Reggie. I don't want to embarrass do you. I need to be embarrassed. Do it. Please. Just like, I wish your internet was let's, choppy right let, now. Let's, okay, how about this? Let's just let's put money. If the Bills play the Steelers, let's put money on it in the playoffs. The Bills are going to play the Steelers this season. Let's put money on that. No, I'm not saying – no, 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 no. I'm saying when oh. it matters, crunch time. Oh. No, I'm saying I, I like Josh Allen. He's good. He's all right. He's a good quarterback at this point. But when it matters – I'm taking Big Ben over Josh Allen in a playoff game. That's all I'm saying. So you're saying, so you're saying just because they, they play later this season, that's not good enough? Not for me to put money on it. I'm saying I like Josh Allen. I don't think he's a playoff winning time quarterback yet. That's all I'm saying. And if the Steelers play the Bills in the playoffs, I'll take the Steelers all day. That's all I'm saying. Josh Allen is a top five quarterback in the NFL right now. Right that's now. Fine. With all the injuries and everything, of all the starting quarterbacks in the NFL, Josh Allen is top five. In, in my what? top five. In Dude, fantasy. I don't I – don't, I'm not taking Josh Allen top five. No way. In fantasy, I I, – I, 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 I can name you five quarterbacks right now league. that you would take. No, I don't think you do. I can name five right now that you, take, that you would take over Josh Allen. 68.4 completion percentage. He's shown for 2,800 yards. 21 touchdowns, seven interceptions. He's rushed for almost 300 yards. I'm not saying Name. he's bad, but he's not top five. Okay. Name five. Mahomes. Mahomes. Yes. Kyler Murray. Yes. Um, Russell yes. Wilson. Aaron Rodgers. Russell Wilson. Yes. Then who? Let me think about then, it. Give me a second. Then who? I'll wait. To, I, Josh Herbert. No. Justin Herbert. Josh Herbert. You went. Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert is number six in the league. Next. You would take a Justin Herbert over Josh Allen? I would take Josh Allen over Justin Herbert, and Lynch would back me up on that. All right, Guaranteed. Whatever. Tom Brady. No. Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. I'm saying some people would. Some people would. He threw no. the ground more than he threw to receivers last night. Some people He's would. He's one about... and three in prime time. Taysom Hill. I said some people would. Stop. Taysom Hill. That's what I'm saying. Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill threw like three passes beyond 20 yards the other week. Keep going. Tell me. What about – let me think. What, what about – I can't think of my feet. I'm gonna Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. No, he's not. What? Deshaun Watson. I'm taking Deshaun Watson Deshaun over. Watson, Deshaun Watson isn't better than Josh Allen. What do you mean? In what, in what world? He's better in every single category. Not every single category. He's just not on a better team. Yeah, I'm, taking De- I'm definitely taking Deshaun Watson over Josh Allen. I disagree, but it's all good. We're allowed to do that. Okay. Um, Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Come on. I think he's having a rough go about it now. He's a better but athlete. He's a better athlete. I think he's, he's having a, a rough. I think he's having a rough go at it now. But they do win the MVP. Okay. To be honest, he won the MVP, most Some valuable Rex, player in the league. Rex Grossman went to a Super Bowl. He didn't win the MVP. Yeah. Okay, I thought we were just talking about worthless stats for the 2020 season. MV- MVP is worthless? In the How 2020 season? In the 2020 season? Yeah, it is. Because that's, he didn't win MVP he's this year. He's having a bad season. He's not playing like an MVP this year. I'm just saying he's having a bad season just like Josh Allen's having a good season. I think when it all plays so, out, Lamar, so is, moving Lamar in, Jackson's a better moving, quarterback. Move, moving on to – And I'm taking Dak on one leg. I'm taking oh. Dak on one leg over Josh Allen. I'll take Dak right now. All right, so – uh, talking about MVP and how 2020 MVP is, you know, not worth a damn this year. 
John Hoosier, 2021 uh, NFL MVP. 2021? Like next year? This year. This year. So uh, so this year, I, I mean, Russell Wilson's kind of fading out, but if he wins the Super Bowl, I think it's probably Russ. But right now, I think um, Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes. I think it has two. to be Mahomes. I think Mahomes is like the default right now. Um I'm going I, Mahomes. I mean, what? I'm going Mahomes, too. I think record-wise slash performance-wise, I think he has both. Like, some of the guys who are better play, playing better don't have the record, team record, and then some guys with the record aren't playing as good. Like, Big Ben. Hey. Big Ben's not playing as good as Mahomes, but he has a better record, and then vice versa. I think, I think Mahomes has a total package. I think Kyler, Kyler is, like, the dark horse um, for it. Um, I know, obviously – playing fantasy like he's the top um fantasy quarterback so you can't say um, he's not you cannot say he's not in the discussion he's falling yeah. the fuck out this year so i mean it he has 2600 yards um he's not leading the team in rushing but i know he's not very far behind as well um, i think the cardinals have to finish how good do you think they got to beat for him to win it they, they got to make the playoffs they got to be a top two seed i no. think no, they make the playoffs. I think he has a chance. I think he's making the playoffs, right? They got a pretty good record. They're six and four right now. They're right. Th- they're the sixth seed, I think. Yeah, but I don't think if they fall ass backwards in the playoffs, he wins MVP. I think they need to be a legitimate. Well, the the top the four playoffs, team probably. The playoffs doesn't affect MVP. I know, but I'm saying like they're like. For his, he has to have a decent record. Like they can't be like nine and seven in MVP. I think they have to be like ten and six at least to say like he's an MVP quarterback. I think, especially if I Mahomes think, goes like fourteen and two or thirteen three, twelve and four, Murray can't. You can't be a fucking eight and eight and like a, a nine and seven MVP. Tell that to Mike Trout. The same fucking baseball, Lynch. Mike Trout's like one of the best players of all time. Yeah, but he wins the MVP on the worst on one of the worst teams. Yeah, but Kyler Murray's not Mike Trout in football. He's transcending the game. He's good. I'm saying I think they have to go at least ten and six for him to win it. I think they I think they have a legit chance to go ten and six. So and then Arizona? I, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh moving on, I know John you had uh offensive rookie of the year. Um, for one of your topics, uh, as far as we are talking about Justin Herbert and and whatnot, um, Josh Herbert, I, Jesus. I think Justin Herbert <laughs> only has competition from like Chase Claypool or Jefferson for Minnesota. I I I think I think Jefferson is kind of like a tertiary, tertiary uh, tier. I think he's like down the list as far as I, I just think Claypool and. The guy has ten touchdowns. Like it's it's unheard of. Like what he's doing. So I think it's um, I think it'll be Herbert, but yeah, it just depends how they finish. It's always like it seems like a quarterback award, just yeah. like MVP. Like it's gonna be quarterback, and then like offensive player of the year will probably go like Dalvin Cook or Kamara or something. So I think it'll be the same thing for rookie of the year. I I hear you. Um, like I just think I think uh, it says Claypool only has fucking. Oh no, he has two rushing touchdowns as well. I had no idea he was rushing as well. Um, but yeah, he has he has ten touchdowns. You know, as a rookie in ten weeks, that's 
ridiculous. Um, so you I know think what he's... else is ridiculous? Almost putting up a thousand yard seat. Almost actually, uh, Justin Jefferson might already have a thousand yard season through week eleven. He was at eight hundred and forty eight uh, through week ten. Um, Justin Jefferson this season. He yeah, got 848. 848 yards. 848 yards. That's that was like Michael Gallup's whole rookie season. And everybody's talking about Michael Gallup is going to be a Hall of Famer. You know, like nobody was talking about that. But he had a really good rookie season. Yeah. And that and, and that, that was through 16 games. I mean, so do you do you look at touchdowns or do you look at like overall production? You know, because it, 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 if we're talking about MVP, you know, yeah, touchdowns matter a lot more than yards. But if we're talking about player, you know, just as a rookie, who's who's doing Who's doing? Because I mean, if if we're comparing it to the MVP, then Justin Herbert can't, according to um, Reggie's logic, Justin <laughs> Herbert can't be considered because they're losing. And then Claypool no, has to no, be I the didn't default. Say that. I said there's a certain so, level, like there's a certain amount of like baller play to win ratio. There's got to be some kind of even keel. And no, and I mean, there's, I, and I kind of agree. That's stupid that there isn't that they don't get considered like. Tell that to Jacob DeGrom winning two straight Cy Youngs on a losing Mets team, you know? So, um, I mean, well, not a losing Mets team, but uh, like a mid, mid, middle of the pack Met, uh, Mets team, you know? I mean, I think that the ML, MLB has a way better um, gauge on MVP than NFL does because it's a quarterback-driven league. What are you doing for me now? Did you win the Super Bowl? You know, like it's, it's, it's stupid how everything gets driven through the Super Bowl ring in the mm-hmm. NFL when – when it's it's probably the most coveted prize in all of American sports, if you ask me, um, mm. you know, like Stanley Cup, World Series, NBA Finals, that doesn't touch winning a Super Bowl in, in America. Like that, that that is that's the creme de la creme, and and they just if you don't win the Super Bowl, then why are we talking about you? That's the NFL, and it's fucking stupid. That's why Romo won't make the fucking Hall of Fame. Best statistical mm-hmm. quarterback in Cowboys history won't make the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. It's a crime. So he's it's a Hall like, of Famer. All he needed was one Super Bowl. He's a he's a bona fide Hall of Famer. It's sad. But why? Why do you need a Super Bowl? You know, it's, it's just so it's bullshit. dumb. It's dumb. Mm. Um, but if you wanna if you wanna compare Jefferson and Claypool, I mean Jefferson has six more receptions for like three hundred more yards, and he's got four receiving touchdowns to Claypool's eight, and Claypool does provide some uh, some some uh, running plays, you know, he's got two touchdowns on the ground, but I mean, that's nine attempts, 22 yards and two touchdowns. So it's like those two touchdowns on the ground, what are we talking about him for? It was nine attempts for 22 yards and he just happened to fall into the end zone twice, you know? So it's like mm-hmm. situational, it's a touchdowns are situational. Yeah. When you're putting up a thousand yards through 11 games, I, when I look at the two wide receivers, I would definitely put Justin Jefferson ahead of Claypool, but I do agree with you, Lynch. Claypool, has a very long future in the NFL, but um, I would say Jefferson probably gives um, Justin Herbert a little bit more competition for rookie of the year. I just think, I think a lot of the writers view it as kind of how Reggie said, like with the record and whatnot, just the fact that the the Steelers are 10 and 0, like they're going to see the 10 touchdowns and like Claypool. But I, I think, I think yeah. it, it, all, all kidding aside, like I think it's Herbert's to lose. Like yeah, because he's, the numbers like, he's, he's so putting. good, dude. It's ridiculous how he has a rookie. No one's ever done that before. It's ridiculous. 
I mean, like, we got And he looks good too. Like he's poised. He doesn't look like he's a rookie. He looks like he looks like he's, he's fucking a legit seventeen top five quarterback. He yeah, does. He's true. got like acne all over his face mm-hmm. and shit. Um, <laughs> no, I. I mean, I don't have his schedule in front of me, uh, but he has. He's played some decent teams, and he's throwing for three touchdowns every game, like three to four hundred yards. And it, and what he's doing is is pretty unprecedented, you know, and the fact and it, it, that sucks about Joe Burrow, um, what happened yeah. to his knee, that, that was like some Joe Theismann shit, some McKenzie Milton shit, like that was a real Alex Smith shit, that was a really, 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 really terrible injury, like I was like mm-hmm. watching it and just compulsively like smacking my head, I was like, oh my god, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, this was gross, dude, I didn't oh, even like watch it twice, so I watched it once and I was sad. like, I know, that's enough. Yes. The thing is, um, like the the Bengals have that history with quarterbacks. Where, like they had Carson, Carson Palmer. Palmer go down twice yeah. with it, yeah. so like it's almost like they have a curse against against uh, Bengals quarterbacks. But like it's, I, I'm I'm, you know, saying this like I'm thankful that it was, you know, clean in a sense to where that it wasn't messy like Alex Smith was, like where he he broke his leg as well. But they um, said, no, nah, I don't know, Lynch. I mean, he didn't break anything. He tore up ACL, MCL, but they're saying, like, and, and other shit in his knee. ACL, MCL, and other structural damages. That's not a good sign. Not no, good at all. I, I, I just saw ACL, MCL. I thought it was, you know, in modern-day medicine, like, it was very clean and cut. Like, go in, fix it, and, you know, he'll be back in eight months. So No, no, no. They're, no. They're he's talking about he's out. He, I, guarantee, I don't guarantee it, but... Sixty-five percent says he's out all of next year. I would say I would say more than that, Reg. I would definitely agree with you. Um, and I was about to segue into that. I heard them talking about that on I think it was uh, maybe Stephen A. Smith was talking about it, or um, I don't really watch him very much, so hi- highly unlikely that it was him. But uh, I heard an NFL talk show saying that um, like why why bring him back in the middle of the season? They're pretty far away from playing winning football. They're not going to do that with a a free agent that they're going to pick up or a draft pick uh, this year. You're not going to draft another quarterback. Um, so what's the point? You know, yeah, you don't bring him exactly. Uh, you don't bring uh, him back on like week eight for like, for what, you know what I mean? It's, I mean it'll, it'll all be like dependent upon like what he wants to do at that point too. Like, and I, I get the whole, ahead. like, don't want to rush him back, but like if he, if he's physically ready, like it, him getting back onto the field is it's just important. Yeah, it's just like I I talked with you, John, about how like you brought up Mackenzie Milton. Like Mackenzie Milton might play Friday. Like that mental hurdle of getting back onto the field, let alone the field that he got hurt on two years of, yeah. two years almost to the day. Like it would you know be just a huge mental hurdle for him to get over. And I I think Joe Burrow getting back on the field, you know, next season would be a huge mental hurdle for him because I, I, I know Teddy Bridgewater said like he still, you know, is hesitant about his knee um, to this day. And that's two and a half years later. Yeah. I mean, if, if here's a question, go ahead, go ahead. My bad, right. No, you go. No, I'm saying the way, the way it looked and they're saying other structural damages, which means he probably tore some of his meniscus too. And if that's the case, he's definitely out. ACL tear. Yeah, no, you get no, damage no, much. it doesn't. No, because because like Odell, if it's a non-contact, you're probably not tearing your meniscus at all. Just strictly your okay. ACL. Like Odell would be back quickly. 
but with the way like getting hit and your knee going in and all that shit, you probably tore some of your meniscus too. And based off that, the way they repair the meniscus, it could be way longer that he's out where he could be definitely out for all of next year. But I could also see them bringing him back once he's 100% the middle of next year and saying, okay, get some reps and get your feet wet so that the following year you're not coming back, you know, like you haven't played in two years. You have at least a little bit of second rookie season, experience. basically. You, yeah. don't want it, you don't want it to be, you know, Teddy Bridgewater getting his feet wet and, you know, two years later. Like that you, – you could tell, like, even this season that he looks uncomfortable. And unfortunately, you know, he took another knee injury – um, two weeks ago, you know, it wasn't his surgically repaired knee, but like, you could tell he 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 doesn't feel comfortable. Yeah, I think Burrow probably towards yeah, meniscus too, and he could be out for a while. It could be like a what's his name, the guy you're talking about, the uh, UCF guy. How long has he been out for? You know, two years, two years to the day. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying it My could be, it could be long, long time. No, you got to get a phone call. I think that's why. Um, uh, okay. Tom, do you um, have anything? Here's a question: Who's the GM in Cincinnati, and how long has he had his job? Because if I'm the owner of the Bengals uh, franchise, you know we drafted a quarterback number one overall. Why the fuck are you not protecting him? Reggie and it's I were talking owner. about this in the beginning of the season. No, I'm saying the GM. Fire the GM. No, the, but it, well, Marvin Lewis was the coach GM for the longest time, and he well, kept that was getting a fucking problem. Well, I mean, he's not anymore, but like he was the right. he he was the coach GM for the longest time, and uh, the only reason he he kept getting that job is because he had the relationship with the owner. A lot of the Cincinnati fans want the owner to sell sell the team because he like settles for mediocrity. Um, I mean, obviously, obviously GM, play, player scouting, whoever, yeah. all that bullshit aside. You have to protect your number one overall pick. It was creepy because I was texting my buddy Adam, who's a huge Cincinnati fan, literally, like, I, I don't even want to exaggerate, minutes before this happened. I'm like, when are y'all going to learn that he's not a running quarterback? You know, Gio Bernard's sitting there salivating on the one, and you're going to have Joe Burrow run up the middle twice and get stuffed? No. Hand the ball off. Protect your quarterback. Also, Reggie and I, in the beginning of the season, were talking about how atrocious Cincinnati's offensive line is. You know, they've got injuries. They just have lack of depth. Yeah. And you've got you've to put people – you've got to put big-ass bodies around. That's what, the, that's that's what the Bucks did. That's what the Bucks did, with, even with Brady. Like, old-ass Brady ain't going to go nowhere. And that's right. why they invested the first-round pick in Tristan Wirfs. So, like, they're so, putting – you know, you got to put talent. Like, And obviously, you guys understand that, you know, putting talent in on the offensive line. That's why the Cowboys have been so successful on offense is – you have so many first round picks invested in that, in that offensive line. And then, you know, when you need to pass holes, you can pass holes. But like, I agree. And it, you know, it, it sucks that some teams don't prioritize that. Um, I know a lot of people were getting on the, the Packers as far as like not giving Aaron Rodgers weapons. Um, and unfortunately, you know, they, they fucked up and they drafted Jordan Love, you know, Looking back, Jordan Love could be, you know, a good quarterback in five years. But, like, you have Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is a good quarterback now. Why not? If you're not going to give him a wide receiver or a tight end, give him an offensive lineman that's going to sit there and make sure that Aaron Rodgers is upright 16 games 
instead yeah. of you know getting hurt because he's had the injury. Yeah, Packers. Glass. Packers really fucked up. I mean, their GM should be fired. You can't. You draft a quarterback in the first round, then a running back who doesn't even play in the second round when you could have gotten a dynamite receiver. You could have got a, a sick receiver or offensive lineman to help out Rodgers when you're 13 and three the year before. That's honestly a joke. If I was Rodgers, I'd probably demand the trade. Like that's just fucking ridiculous. There's, it, it, you got a point there. There's something to be said to keep your MVP happy. You know, if you're not, if he's not happy where he's playing, dude. Like, I mean, he could, he could easily demand a trade, sit out, and be like, "Fuck y'all." You know, mm-hmm. um, there was I've uh, I've heard a lot of talk on like NFL talk radio, like saying that um, they're they're talking about trade packages and shit for Aaron Rodgers next year. That you could see it, you know. But uh, it was kind of it was kind of a disrespectful move, but. Um, so disrespectful. In three years, in three years, if it works out, five years when Rodgers retires, it was a calculated move. You know, oh yeah, we wanted we drafted him to sit behind Rodgers because he's best in the league. I get that, but for a win now and a protect your quarterback now kind of thing, that's yeah, it wasn't a very smart move, and especially for a quarterback that was good in college. But I mean, is he yeah, going to be, be, be great? Mahomes. Nobody knows. For for them Nobody to knows. do that, he literally needs to be the next Mahomes. Agreed. Like, there's no way you do that move unless he's. The next fucking Justin Herbert, you know what I mean? Shoot. I agree. Um, so most, so what do you all think is the most important determinant of fantasy football success? Is it how you draft? Is it who you pick up on waivers? Is it trades, or is it research when we out playing the best matchups? I'll tell I you think, straight up. Go ahead, go ahead, Lynch. I think it's. Uh, like the, I can't say that like there's one that's more important than the other because like it, you kind of almost have to have everything go perfect, um in a sense, um and I will say, because obviously like I play in a league with you, John, and you you've seen my team like just struggle with injuries and like we share common players within like other leagues as well. So like you and I both have had you know difficulties like with Kenny Galladay. Or, you know, Chris Godwin and stuff like that. Joe um, Mixon. So it's tough. Um, I, I you know, have been fortunate in the chunk league that I'm with Reggie in um, to benefit with some trades, um, some opportunistic trades to where that I've made my team, you know, relatively strong in some instances. But also just, you know, being on top of that waiver wire like I was able able to pick up a Salvin Ahmed like dude's a good player like um and you know he provides you that depth but like the trade like I traded Joe Mixon when there was no news about like what his injury was so uh in in, uh two of my leagues actually yeah I traded Joe Mixon Mark Andrews um for Gasecki and Antonio Gibson and I like traded him before he got hurt. I got really lucky. Yeah. Like looking back, like initially, like if Joe Mixon comes back, like I, I lost that trade, but like it works out to where like I have a, a comp, uh, like a tight end that knows what the hell, hell is going on. He's going to go get me seven, eight points. You know, I lose, you know, a top five tight end with Mark Andrews, but like I get Antonio Gibson, Antonio Gibson, should probably be doing more for the Washington football team. But He's they fucking, a really good athlete. They love fucking J.D. McKissick for some reason. Yeah. Like, everything that J.D. McKissick does well, Antonio Gibson does well. Yeah. So, like, 
you know, I think I think it's a combination of like, obviously you got to have a good draft. You can't, and, and it's like dodging injury bugs. Like if you can dodge injury bugs, like it's it's huge. And then obviously this year just with fucking COVID, like it's unreal. Like the one week, the one week I told you I had. I had Godwin out because he was hurt. I had Kenny Galladay out because he was hurt, but I also had AJ Brown out with COVID. I had, and I had uh, my two quarterbacks out with COVID. I had Big Ben out with COVID and Cam out with COVID. So like, it's it, you got to dodge injuries, and I feel like that's the the biggest thing. And then being able to, you know, adapt to your situation. I think personally, like, for me, I think if you want to talk about the things that you guys should control, like you con- injuries is kind of luck, like it or shitty luck. You can't really yeah. control that, but you can control the waiver wires. I think that is the number one, easily the number one thing you can do, especially with like a, with a draft. If you're playing with people who are competent, everyone's gonna have a semi decent team. Everyone's gonna do pretty good, unless it's some idiots or whatever. But like you're but gonna you draft. You come out of every draft I am in with you saying that your team is the best. Which I think is true. But, like, everyone's going to have a decent team if you're playing with good players. But you can control the waiver wire pickups, doing your research, seeing who's injured, seeing who's not, seeing what teams are saying who's going to play. Like, picking up James Robinson this year before the season started has, you know, that'd be a, that was an amazing move on the waiver wire. Picking up someone early, like picking up a, a uh, Mike Herder. Davis – Picking up a Herbert, picking up a Mike Davis. I mean, that kind of those kind of moves will win you the yeah. league. Picking up yeah. Claypool, you know, after like a big game and seeing if you can keep keep it up. Like that's how you win the league because these guys will give you the depth, give you replacement if someone gets hurt. The waiver wire is where you win championships, no doubt. It's a pretty loaded question. I now that we're talking about it, I, I wrote this out last night, but like, um, I think I'm kind of like. I guess I'm with everybody on this, but with lunch, I'm, it's like a melting pot, you know, everything's kind of got to go right, you know? And um, so just like you say, you can't control injuries. Well, if injuries don't happen, then waiver wires are u- essentially useless because I mean, the people that are, that are left are, are going to get shots primarily probably three out of four players on the waiver wire are getting those opportunities because of injuries. And, and then um, maybe half of those players are getting those opportunities because of injuries and um, so if, if, if the injuries don't happen, then the waiver's not as hot, you know? Uh, me personally, anybody who plays fantasy with me knows that if I don't, like, if I don't make a trade, at least one, I'm checked out of that league. I don't, I don't fucking care about it. I am constantly trying to improve my team. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Like this year, um, my, my wide receivers in my family league, I have Stephon Diggs, Keenan Allen, I had DK Metcalf, Robert Woods. So I, I had four really, really good wide receivers and um, Noah Fant as my tight end. And then I, and my only tight end, cause it was an auto drafted league. I freaking passed out and slept through the draft. I've never done that, but, um, <laughs> and my wide receivers are pretty good. Um, preseason. I didn't know uh, Miles Sanders was going to get hurt. Joe Mixon was going to get hurt. And I also had Alvin Kamara in a PPR league. So I'm like, okay, I'm pretty set at both positions. I've got two starters at each position. I can alternate the flex. I need a tight end. So I went, okay. Um, oh, and I have Kenny Galladay in my family league. I'm stacked. I'm, I was stacked with wide receivers. So I had five good wide receivers. So I, I, I offered a trade for Kenny, Kenny Galladay for, um, for George Kittle. He turned it down. So I gave him DK Metcalf. 
And looking back, one week later, fucking Kittle got hurt. I got six points out of Kittle. And it fucking it fucked me over. And Reggie ended up being right. But had, but had that injury not happened and Kittle goes off for, for what he usually does, I mean, it, it's a whole different discussion. You win some, you lose some. But, like, an, I, I've made probably seven – seven trades this year in my three leagues combined and that's the only one that hasn't worked out i'm i'm had, in place. go ahead i had the one last year that uh in your league that everyone threw a fucking fit about it was it was as equal as you could get it was just uh it was michael thomas i was getting michael thomas and i was trading you did away that with my Cup. dad didn't you yeah yeah and no, every, it was stupid that everybody freaked out i was like no this is fucking fair yeah it was when it was Cooper Cup was the number one wide receiver um, at the time, like by a considerable amount too. So it was by like ten, fifteen points. Those huh? people that bitch about it have never been a commissioner yeah. and had to yeah. make that decision to whether or not to veto. You know, because that's a, that if 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 the if the points align, you you take everything out of the picture, you know? Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, Larry, Larry Fitzgerald is a fucking Hall of Fame wide receiver, but just because he's got more prestige than, than Claypool, Claypool for Fitzgerald right now is not a fair trade. You know, Claypool yeah. heavily outweighs Fitzgerald. What was the big deal about that? I don't remember that. I don't remember. I remember that, that happening. I don't remember why it was a big deal. It was a one-for-one. One. Because it got, Moyer, it got pushed Moyer through. It's about everything. Yeah, Moyer, it got pushed I, through. I pushed it through so y'all could both have your players. Yeah. And I, I want to say, I want to say both of them were on a bye week. So, like, it was just the fact that he was, he wanted to complain about something. And it, it turned out to where, like, I got the better, the better half of the deal because Cooper Cup did nothing, literally, like, nothing after the trade. And Michael Thomas, you know, did Michael Thomas things. Um, so... That's just how it, it happens, it, yeah. With the trades, I feel like trades also have with an injury risk, like you were saying with George Kittle. Um, yeah, if you can get good trades, that makes a big deal too. But I think the number one factor in championships is waiver wire, I think. But having a good trade, like like rarely does a trade maybe win you the championship. It probably makes you better. But I think you need – because you need like – It can. You need like good players from quarterback down to win the championship. Like you got to be pretty much like the most stacked team Okay, but if you I'm don't have quarterback a good quarterback, down. if you don't have a good quarterback, like so, say say you don't have a good quarterback, all of them fall off when you're about to pick one, like the what like fourth to seventh round, you know. Um, so if they all fall off, you know, my team got auto drafted. My my only quarterback was Ben Roethlisberger, and I'm like, I'm not going to win a championship with that. So what did I uh, what did I do? I end up packaging Ben Roethlisberger and Robbie Anderson together for Josh Allen, and I'm in third place in that league now. Yeah, but imagine if you didn't do that, kept your players and picked up Josh Herbert, Justin I had Herbert. Seven, I, 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 Robbie Anderson would have <laughs> been my sixth wide receiver on that roster. So, I mean, he's going to end up on the bench behind Keenan Allen, Stephon Diggs. And I'm Kenny not saying, Gallagher. yeah, it's a good trade. It's a good trade. I'm saying do a waiver wire move can, can save you your own players too. I think it's highly individual, you know, like it's based on the individual. Some people just, just, it's, it's your style, you know, like some people like to sit on their team. Yeah. You know, based on how they drafted and just wait for the matchups and just plug and play. Um, and some people are just like, like my dad is the most active person on the waiver I've ever seen. He was talking about dropping Lamar Jackson. He drafted him number one overall. This year. I'm like, what the fuck? 
Classic, so, classic Kaplan. Speaking of waiver wire, you're uh, talking about some of those uh, running backs. Um, is the rookie running back like uh, crave this year, like craze this year? Is that based off of a really underrated draft class, or the NFL kind of moving towards a committee approach? I, I think it's moving towards a committee approach because, like, Reggie like, and I Ach- talked about that earlier this year. Yeah, Ahmed Ahmed went undrafted. Um, I, I because I like I play college football in DFS, so like I I knew Ahmed coming out of Washington, um, and I knew he had talent, and it was he's very similar to Gaskin as a whole. Like Gaskin came out of Washington as well, so it's like we, really coincidental that they're both with the Dolphins. Um, but like they're, Eckler they're, was undrafted, you know. Hmm? Like some of the some of the greatest running backs, Austin Eckler. I wouldn't call him great, but he's a fucking damn good running back. Yeah, James uh, Robinson. James yeah, Robinson I mean, went und- yeah. undrafted. Yeah, sorry. Reggie, sorry you know where James, you know where James Robinson's from? Mm-hmm. Rockford. Really, Illinois? Yeah. Name, Jake. Yo, I have a hot take. I, have, I was thinking about this the other night. I'm like. Is this the end of Hall of Fame running backs? Like, how many running backs in the league right now are going to be in the Hall of Fame? You know what I mean? But maybe, like, I feel like these dudes, their prime is so short. Like, once you hit 28, 29, you're, like, done, and then you're, like, in a committee approach. Like, how many dudes have the longevity to become Hall of Famers and who are, like, dominant into their 30s? But, like, not that many. Depends on the voter population because there's going to be a lot more subjectivity as opposed to objectivity. Like you're going to have to go away from just stats and go towards the eye test for for like how big of a difference did they make to that team? Like Camara, all around, um, is in terms of how much he benefits the Saints is probably the he's he's the best player on the team. He's better than Michael Thomas. He's more beneficial to that team than Michael Thomas, and. Um, but if you look at his stats as a running back, as only a running back, not catching the ball, only running the ball, he's not even top 15. Yeah, he has a lot of receiving stats to where he'll be a Hall of Famer if he keeps it going, but I don't know how many guys keep I it think. going. Like Le'Veon Bell, this dude was a lock Hall of Famer, but then like he fell off yeah, so not, quick. Not you know what I mean? Yeah, I think not anymore. Like how many really how many of these dudes are gonna end up like Le'Veon? I think a lot of them. That's a really good point, dude. Like I think I think along with what John said, like with the subjectivity of it all, um I think obviously the way they evaluate like running backs as a whole is going to have to change. Um and I think it's gonna have to come along with like the new generation of like NFL writers who are voting for the Hall of Fame because like there's a big talk about like I know you said baseball is different but like obviously like the people that are eligible for like the Hall of Fame now are you know people that were involved in the you know steroid era so like the younger generation of MLB writers are voting for in favor of like Barry Bonds and he absolutely should be yeah and that 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 just proves the point. I'm 30 years old, so I mean, like, I, I get that. Yeah, keep going. No, I I completely agree. So like, you're gonna have to evaluate players differently. So like, as a whole, like the NFL has changed to where like, if you're a running back, it, you have to get paid like Zeke did. Like, you have to get paid like come your rookie contract needs to, if you're a first round draft pick 
has to be like fully guaranteed. And then that second contract, you have to hit then because oftentimes you're not getting a third contract. Yeah, you're not getting paid. No one's going to pay you at 30. And then, no, they're not going to pay you. They're not going to play you really at a certain age unless you're like Adrian Peterson or something. Like, because they're going to be like, okay, we're going to draft another running back because they're going to be younger and cheaper. And then if we do play you, we're going to split carries. They don't even have to be dominant for the long enough time to be in the Hall of Fame. And like how John said, like, there are so many good undrafted running backs. Like, they don't even have to draft a running back at this point. Like, yeah, running backs are going to consistently get drafted, you know, every single day of the NFL draft. But, like, so often we're hearing of the undrafted, like the Peyton Lindsays, or this year James Robinson um, and Salvin Ahmed now over the course of the last three weeks. Like, so many more undrafted players are contributing um, – to it and like that goes into you know the fact of like you have to scout beyond you know just a draft class you have to continue scouting and like the people that go undrafted you have to you know you have to hit on the undrafted like Taysom Hill like you know Sean Payton says to this day like when they got him off of the Green Bay practice squad like they viewed him as a quarterback like they didn't view him as you know, a hybrid tight end running back, you know, gunner on special teams. Like they viewed him as a quarterback. Like you have to continue to scout beyond like just a draft class. So let's think, let's think right now, who do we think who's playing in the NFL right now running back is going to be in the hall of fame? McCaffrey, Camaro for me. That's probably it. AP is there. Like, yeah, I I guess AP, but he's like, yeah, he's already a lock. Yeah. But, like, yeah, McCaffrey, if he keeps it up, and Kamara, if he keeps it up. But that's definitely not guaranteed. But besides that. Saquon and Zeke are my friends that, like, it depends on what happens for the the last six, seven years of their career. If Saquon bounces back and puts up stats and avoids the injury bug, it just sucks that he would, uh, like, it sucks that he would not make it because of – because he's – he like watching him run as a rookie. You're like that right there is going to be a Hall of Fame running back. Watching Zeke when he has a line and when he has uh, balance on the offense and they're not stacking the box against him. Um, you, you you look at him and he's like you're that's that's a Hall of Fame running back. Um, mm-hmm. But um, but in the same breath, you know, I'm talking about Zeke in a Hall of Fame, uh, you know, format type deal, but. You're talking – there's an undrafted running back that will not ever smell the Hall of Fame and James Robinson that's outplaying Zeke this year or, or comparably, and he and um, he'll never make the Hall of Fame, you know. So, yeah. it's like it really just depends on what happens I don't, um, down the stretch. And I think speaking to, like, the point that we're all talking about, I don't think, like, realistically, I don't see Zeke playing football, at least in the NFL, in six years because of how quick – the NFL is to turn on running backs that like mm-hmm. Reggie said, like they're just so quick to sit here and say, Oh, you know, your cap number is this, but like, if we cut you, it only hurt. It only accounts for like $5 million. Let's, you know, go draft a running back or pick one off the street. And, you know, if you want to come back and, you know, a cat friendly deal, like we'll work with you. But like, if not like F off. Yeah. So, I don't see the cap. Reason- the only reason I think you're wrong on that is because Zeke has not missed a single game due to injury. 
if he gets if he if he goes through a major injury, then I could see what you're saying. Yeah. But he doesn't have a structural knee. He doesn't have a structural ankle. He's got no plates, rods, screws, and um, yeah, he's kind of a bully runner. But um, I mean, he's he's a durable running back. I I think I think six to seven years is fairly six years is reasonable. Anything after that is is kind of suspect. I don't, I just, I don't know. I know. But that's that's saying that he's getting a third contract and like. He may be he like the rare, the rare one-off where he gets a third contract, but it's so rare for a running back nowadays to get that third contract. And I think they'll cut they'll cut him as soon as they as soon as it's feasible. They're gonna cut him and sign like a second and third on pick or like Tony Pollard looks good. You know what I mean? Like he's like the running backs who get paid aren't don't end up being worth the price, and they'll get cut as soon as they're not. Like Todd Gurley. And, you know we got to be careful though, because anybody looks good in spread packages. Um, Tony yeah, Pollard would not do well with this with with nine people in the box. Yeah, you if know? he was only doing, he wouldn't. But like that's another thing. Like these guys are going to split carries down the line too. Like, yeah, the and I think get, they're going to split, think, and you're not getting the opportunity like you were back in the day. I think moving forward, like until the NFL like my, the NFL mindset changes back to you know turning around, handing the ball off. 25 35 times like we have quarterbacks throwing the ball 50 plus times every single yeah, that's week. unheard so, like, of too yeah but like it used that's, to be unheard of so like that's that the game has changed to where that you need to be able to catch the ball and like i've talked to talked with reggie and a couple other people like with the bucks specifically like the biggest knock against ronald jones is the fact that he can't catch the ball um and like he's done an okay job like this year, like he's had to, and that's the that's the main reason he continues to start over Fournette because like obviously with Fournette like in Jacksonville like they didn't have anyone to take him off the field, and he kind of like learned on the fly how to catch a pass. But like a lot of the Bucks fans like today and yesterday or after the game were like, we don't have a running back that can you know line up next to Tom Brady in a, in the shotgun and run routes. Like we have Ronald Jones who can chip block, you know, leak out. We have Fournette who can chip block and leak out, but we don't have, like we brought in LaShawn McCoy. LaShawn McCoy hasn't touched the fucking field since Green Bay game. So like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's weird. Like obviously like you guys being Cowboys fans, you guys have two fucking running backs that could run routes almost better than half of the wide receivers in the league so like you guys see the importance in in you know having a running back that can run routes and stuff like that and like that's what the league is now like that's why Clyde Edwards Hilaire went as high as he did and that like there are so few running backs that like are able to do that in college like Travis Etienne like the reason he went back into college was to we were talking about that Lynch. He he was trying to get better at catching passes, running routes and stuff like that. And he's done everything that he can and, and like I've talked with some some dudes that I play like fantasy with like Travis Etienne's done literally everything he can at the at the collegiate level. Like if I I I totally could see like if Clemson lost another game, Etienne opts out. Like, there's no benefit to it. Like, and 
like I said, with you guys being Cowboys fans, you guys understand, like, with Jalen Smith, like, that shit happens. Like, the only reason you guys have him is because he got hurt. Yeah. So You could I, argue I mean, the only reason we have Dak is because he had some pre-draft troubles, too. Yeah. That's so, I mean, it, it's – what the fifth round or it's crazy round, like it, it's just it, it it and that's the thing like it, it like obviously you and i john like like baseball and like baseball seems like it's almost like the opposite they'd rather have the old guy around you know a little bit longer and like the nfl is just like get out the door where you got someone else replacing you it seems like lately yeah yeah so. uh... I actually um, coach Woody for the Rangers. Um, not to not to like sound like a cool kid or anything, but like I actually was messaging him on Instagram one time, and I was talking about a reliever that they had, and I was like, "He's got to go," and he was like, "No, he's a really good locker room guy. He's a good presence." So like, you you don't hear that in the NFL. They're not going to keep somebody around because he's a good he he has a or he's a clubhouse guy. They're not going to say they're not going to keep somebody around in the NFL because he's a good locker room guy, you know. So that's a good point. Um, I think maybe, and that that's the crazy thing. Like NFL, like you have fifty three plus, and then you have like the other people, the practice squad people that are that are in the locker room. Like you think with having more numbers as opposed to baseball, like you would be okay with like keeping a locker room guy, like. Like, Antonio Brown is, like, the opposite of a locker room guy. Like, he's the one that comes in and, like, you could divide it. And, like, Antonio Brown continues to get opportunities. Um, So, with – I kind of want to stay on that running back thing because – so, we have – second contract – uh, we're talking about the life of running backs being really, uh, in really like low shelf life. Um, but uh, so how does this committee approach affect the life of running backs? Does that reset the running back market? Because you've got these guys like Gurley, Dalvin Cook, Zeke Elliott, and Le'Veon Bell, who and Le'Veon Bell sat out a season to, re- to help reset that market. That's about to plummet again in a league that that once didn't value like not even five or ten years ago didn't value the running back like that. They were getting paid ten million dollars, mm-hmm. if that, like eight million dollars to Michael Thomas's twenty. When Michael Thomas touches the ball ten ten times in the game, and and yeah, a, a bell cow running back is back in that time was touching it twenty two to twenty five. You know, it's it's. It's crazy, but I mean, how does that shelf life change if there's a committee approach? You know, I'm. I think I, I think know. the shelf life would change. I just I think, like as you said, I just think that they're the running back market as far as like getting paid. I don't think it ever recovers. Like I, I don't. Uh, I mean, there's there's people that sit here and say like they they count carries essentially like how in baseball they count innings on pitchers. Like, they count touches and count carries for running backs and stuff like that. And, like, um, how some teams, like, shied away from, like, Jonathan Taylor, who touched the ball 400 times every single year at Wisconsin. Like, some teams didn't want that because he only – he you know, they view it as he only has so many touches left. Um, I think the only way it changes is if during the next, like, CBA negotiation, they figure out like the rookie contracts to where 
the running backs can get out earlier and they get a big deal. Besides that, like they're going to drag out these rookie contracts five years or whatever, and then dump them. Yeah. And I mean, it, like the player, the players association has to look at it because like, like you said, John, like it, it, it's, it's not fair in a sense, because like no. Alvin Kamara touches the ball, you know, 20 times and Alvin Kamara is, will be lucky to see Michael Thomas money. Um, you know, Saquon, Saquon's going to be hard pressed to get, you know, a contract um, from the Giants because like it's two years that he's had like, you know, a career altering injury. And like, yeah. you know, we, we speak about it where Saquon is like one of the, you know, the best running backs and, you know, we might get into the list and whatnot, but like he's good enough. He'll get a contract from someone else if the Giants don't want to give it to him. But like, it's not going to be anything that like worth what it could have been had he stayed healthy, even if he stayed healthy just this year. There's not a single person here that wasn't waiting for Saquon to get injured this year. All of us were. Every single one of us. I I was, I know I can definitely speak for myself in saying that I was like, I avoided, I had number two overall. And um, I, and every year it's like, Oh, are you going to go Saquon or CMC with the number one overall pick? I, I would not – I would have taken Zeke before I take uh, uh, Saquon. Um, obviously, I didn't know how the Cowboys season was going to turn out. But, um, you know, I would have taken Zeke over Saquon just because of that injury risk. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's it, it, that's a good point. Uh, the Giants have a huge decision to make. Um, you know, it's uh, it's going to be – it's going to be an interesting um, offseason. And it's hella important for him because – I mean, just because he's not a quarterback doesn't mean there's not a mental issue there for Saquon either, like a blockade. They, he could come back and never be the same, fearing injury. You know, like, they say it all the time. Like it's that big hurdle of you know the first time that you get hit, like it's huge. Um, yeah. I mean, even more so, like with a running back. You know, there's there's one thing that you know running cut like on your own, um, but like running cut around people, you know, juke around people. You know, that first time he plants and spins, too. Like, yeah, it's nuts. And, like, he's he's a freak athlete where, it, like, even as big – you know, he's not, in a sense, like, tall, but, like, as big as he is, like, he's yeah. hurtling people. Like, Yeah. You can, like, uh, the running backs are generally small, a smaller position, but he, he's like a DK Metcalf of the running back position. He's a fucking freak athlete. His thighs. He is huge, bro. His thighs are, like – the size of my torso, like, and uh-huh. he's, yeah. So um, it, it's, it's wild to me that he keeps getting injured. Reggie, I mean, being a physical therapist, like you've got to like be blown away by the fact that somebody who can squat probably a fucking thousand pounds can't, can't stay on the field because of lower, lower body injuries. And yeah. Like, I honestly thought Saquon would probably never get hurt the way he's fucking built his size. But what the Giants, the Giants, the Giants did is they fucked up. The dude was hurt, and then they put him back on the field, and yeah. then he's out there fucking limping and compensating, and you wonder why he fucking tears ACL. Like if your I dude's think you hurt, were talking about that, yeah, yeah, he was like limping around and like sprained his ankle like two plays before, yeah. and then you're like, like, take him out, dude. Like rest the guy, make sure he's healthy before you put him back on the field. Like no wonder he fucking got hurt. And I think it was a non-contact ACL ACL tear too. So yeah, it was. So with all these, um, how important is it to carry 
the uh, backup to your star wide running back. For me, I look at wide receivers as there's three wide receivers to every one running back. So I'm not going to fucking carry Mangle Sanders and Michael Thomas. But mm-hmm. me personally, I value highly like Kamara. I traded a starter to get Latavius Murray, and Latavius Murray hasn't seen my lineup. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's you have to have the handcuff. I, I learned out the hard way this year. One of my leagues, I got Christian McCaffrey. I should have had Mike Davis on my team, and I didn't, and I have paid dearly for it, especially because Mike Davis balled out while he was playing. So, yeah. And then I, I had to make all like these crazy moves to make up for it. Yeah. I woke up at like 5 o'clock in the morning just to make sure I got Mike Davis when I heard about a Christian, that Christian McCaffrey injury after week one. I was like, I have to fucking get Mike Davis. Um, I, did, I, I will say that – I did not draft Mike Davis, but um, uh, I will spend like when I'm drafting, I'm like, all right, I'm going to wait till like 13th or 14th. But when, like I drafted David Johnson this year in my league, um, I was the whole time I was like fearing that one of y'all fuckers was going to get Duke Johnson from me. So I probably took him way too early um, and it, it ended up being inconsequential because I fucking traded David Johnson. But yeah, I mean, you um, really only need a handcuff for like a first round pick guy like David Johnson's backup isn't probably worth getting, but like if you spend a first round pick, yeah, you probably should get the handcuff for him, for like sure. And, had, and that's I've the had, guy you could probably take with the last pick too. It's not. I've had that's Madison. Yeah, I've had Alexander Madison all year, and like Cook missed that one week, and I was able to play Madison. He did dog shit that week, but like you, like you have to. And I, I know there's a lot of like analysts that do fantasy that are even like. They they speak about it like even like with Denver like Denver had Melvin Gordon and uh, Philip Lindsay. Lindsay. Like, they're talking about drafting both of those guys to where like if you like the Denver running back situation, you have the Denver running back. Like um, yeah, that that's like the Browns. If you got Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb right now, they both have been balling out every time they play. Yeah, I mean you could play both of those guys every week too. Like you know Kareem Hunt is kind of like. You know, he's a little dependent on the situation, but, like, Kareem Hunt can, you know, he's scoring touchdowns, it seems like, every week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Statistically, Chubb is averaging, like, 1.6 yards per carry more than Kareem Hunt. But the difference there is Kareem Hunt's staying on the field. And also, he's just a a fucking freak athlete catching the Mm -hmm. ball out of the backfield, too. You know, I mean, he's – I don't know. I I have it in front of me, but I don't – he's caught, what, like, six touchdowns this year? Yeah, I mean Chubb. Chubb's good enough to do it. It's just Chubb is never going to have the opportunity because they have Hunt. And and they paid. What people forget is they paid Kareem Hunt this year. Like they yeah. gave him like a two million or two year fifteen million dollar extension. Like you don't do that unless you're going to play the guy. Like yeah, you don't a pay deal. a guy unless you play him. So like so you know Kareem Hunt's going to get carries because the team is incentivized to play him. So you can make you can you, so you know he's not like some regular backup. He's a dude that yeah, they, like, they pay. Running back, running back is the one position. Like, if you get paid, like they're gonna get your their use out of you. Um, like, but like, like we've said it, like the tail end of contracts. Like, if your cap number isn't significant, or if they can find a way out of that cap number, like you're the first one gone as well. Like. Mm-hmm the NFL is a brutal business and like it, it sucks like that they treat people as bad as they do. Um, So, yeah, like like even look at the Packers, like with Aaron Jones, he's been a monster, but they're going to cut that motherfucker as soon as his contract's up. Like they drafted him next year. 
yeah, they drafted Dylan. They got Williams. They can they could probably figure we got Rodgers. We can make it work with the running back. And if we need to, we'll draft another one and let someone else pay for Aaron Jones, even though he's been a monster for them. That's just how it works. It kind of creates like a constant state of transition in the NFL. You know, uh, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, um, black quarterbacks were, weren't considered smart enough or whatever to, to play the quarterback position. Week one of this year, there was 11 black starting quarterbacks, you know, uh, the, 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 the running backs used to uh, get 30, 30 carries a game. Um, now we're seeing, um, you know, 10, at least 10 teams deploy a committee approach, you know, and um, quarterbacks used to throw 20 passes a game. Now you got Jared Goff throwing uh, 40, pa- 40 or 50, pa- 50 passes on a Monday night football game. Um, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, the quarterback never used to be a running position. Now you've got quarterbacks running for 600 yards a season, you know? So it's, it, that, that competition and that turnover creates a high demand for being able to uh, adapt. And that it just creates kind of like a, a culture of like a transition. There's no congruency in the NFL. There, there's no season that's similar to the next. That's why, you gotta get, um, that's why you got to get paid. If you're a running back, that's why yeah. you should probably hold out, get your money. Cause it's not going to come later on you got to get it while you can that's why i like i I sit there and like all these college kids that are like opting out the rest of the year like i have no problem with it like why is jamar chase from lsu out there running routes this year like there's no reason for jamar chase to he's going to go in the first round and he is you know a top five wide receiver he's gonna get drafted you know in the first round like i said like and like these other people that are opting out like during the season like they play four weeks and then they opt out because their team sucks like fuck it like you're not gonna get paid in college like until they start paying in college like you're gonna see people sit out yeah i mean it's tough because like if i was a college kid i'm like dude i want like i want to play you know what i mean like if you Mm -hmm. like football it's fun yeah you love probably like smashing all the hoes the college hoes you like being a fucking superstar like it's fun to do, and then in the moment, like those it's like of, th- those POFOs, Reggie. <laughs> POF, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, oh, yeah, so yeah. yeah, like it's like it's a tough decision to do. Like, are you gonna play and like have a good time, or are you gonna sit out and like chill by yourself, not even be around your teammates, and like train for a year? You know what I mean? That's almost worth risking getting hurt, unless you're like, yeah, it's almost it's probably worth it. You know, especially if you if you only get hurt, you miss a year, you're back, like. But yeah, you say that, and then, like, like Marshawn Lattimore from South Carolina was, like, a stone-cold lock at running back to be drafted in the first round. He tore his ACL. He, he tore multiple things in his knee. He essentially had, as you guys are describing to me, like, the Joe Barrow injury and, like, never yeah. played football again. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. a risk-reward. I mean, but getting that's, like, one dude, it's not that likely, and it's, like, you got to weigh the risk and benefits – I think until you know what I mean. I, like, I think I until know. they start paying, like you're gonna have kids sit out. But these kids are like, getting paid. If you're good, you're getting paid by somebody. Yeah, yeah, but like until you, like until you can at least make money on like your own, like you can you know sign autographs, you know have people pay for autographs, yeah. stuff like that. Like, but how many kids are sitting out right now? Is there a good amount? So much. It's yeah. so much, and there's there's yeah. more pe- more kids opting out every single day. 
I know yeah, but is that is that because of COVID or? I, yeah, absolutely. It's because of COVID. I don't think it, it's because of them worrying about getting hurt. But there are kids, there are kids, seniors, you know, juniors that are opting out because because of COVID, but also to get out so that they're not getting hurt. Yeah, like but Jamar I don't think... Chase. Jamar Chase had nothing to do with COVID. It was. I know, simply... but I'm, I I know, but I'm saying like I think COVID makes it an easy opt out. But I don't think these kids would have opted out if there was no COVID. Jamar Chase was opting out before COVID. Was he? All right. I respect that. I would do – I'd probably do the same thing. Depending on where I think I'd be drafted, top 10, I'd probably sit out. Like, the only reason – he would have been drafted first round this year if he was draft eligible, but he wasn't. So, like – Yeah. I think it would be a more of a trend for sure. Like, once you know your draft stock, there's no point in playing. But like you have all these kids sit out of bowl games every single year, and like that's different than a whole season, though. I, I yeah, COVID, a whole season's COVID, a long time. COVID COVID lowered the drawbridge for Chase to sit in yeah. and said, "Okay, if you want to do that, you can now." Um, but I don't, I don't see. Um, I mean, these kids are 18, 19 years old. Males frontal lobe doesn't stop developing yeah, until twenty five, so you can't say they're making all these calculated decisions out there. Money talks, I get that, but you're not gonna forego playing an entire season that you no. played your whole life, you love, you live it, and chilling with your boys play. too, like on the on yeah, the team. Dude. Like, come Some on, people, like, but I think I think until they're either getting paid, like they're signing contracts and stuff like that, or they're able to make money off their own, like. There, there's going to be cases every single year of yeah. Kids. I think right, it's, it's, it's only going to be the cream right. of the crop. I think. I think it'll be like the elite, elite, elite cream of the crop. Yeah, but dudes. like the the biggest thing that threw me off about the NCAA was like that UCF punter that he had to take down his YouTube and destroying or whatever it, because he was he was making money off the fact that he was a collegiate punter. Yeah, the NCAA is a big scam. It's a giant scam. It's yeah. it's awful. Like, um, so let's transition. Um, we all talked about our picks. I like. I think we all like Cowboys, Texans, and Steelers, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, what's funny is how we were talking about Josh Allen versus Justin Herbert. They play each other this week. Um, let's go. Lynch, Lynch, Reggie. Who do y'all got? Raiders at Falcons. Uh, Raiders are favored by three. Raiders. The Raiders, the Falcons are allergic to defense. And Julio Jones is banged up. I'll take the Raiders as well. Julio Jones is um, banged up, Lynch. You hear that? Fuck I'm up. playing Lynch um, this week in fantasy. He's got Julio. He's a, he's a game-time decision. He probably won't practice all week for anybody who's wondering. I, I have Julio in my league, uh, the league we all play and mm-hmm. together. Um, that's why I'm, like, hustling to get a fucking uh, wide receiver trade done. Um, I got no, some receivers. That. No more I trades. got some receivers. You want some? The deadline's uh, November 30th. What um, the fuck? I need some to back up. I'm the commissioner. I'm the commissioner, okay? Know your place, Lynch. Um, <laughs> Chargers Lynch, at Bills. I don't need to see your crotch, bro. Chargers yeah. at the Bills. Bills are favored by five and a half. Eckler designated to return today off the IR, so Eckler will most likely play this week. Um, well, Lynch getting Chargers real salty. At the Bills. <laughs> Chargers um, at the Bills. Chargers at Bills. I th- I'm gonna go Bills because the Chargers always seem to lose, but um, I think it'll be high scoring. So do I. Lynch. Bills. Bills. Um, Josh Allen. Josh I, Allen's better than Reggie thinks. I'd like Josh I, um, Allen. I'm just saying I don't want to do as my quarterback in the deep in a deep playoff run. That's what I'm saying. 
Dude, the kid had two bad games, and Reggie went from saying he's a top seven quarterback in the beginning of this season to saying, like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. Um, I will probably take the Bills as well. I, I think I'm going to regret it because I think the Chargers could pull an upset here. Um, but I will take the Bills as well. So we haven't disagreed on a game yet. Moving on. Giants at the Bengals. Uh, Giants favored by five and a half. Um, I'm going to go Bengals. I think they're going to rally around Joe Burrow and pull it out. All right, we've officially disagreed. Lynch and I are both taking the Giants. Moving Rich, on. Reg, do you even know who the fucking quarterback is? Yeah, Ryan yeah. Finley. Shoot. Hey, he said hey. that. <laughs> hey. Um, Lynch, I, I think I speak for you. Giants, correct? Yes, Danny Dimes. I have yeah, to pick a couple sure. upsets. I can't just pick all the favorites all the time. I got to pick some upsets. You are good for a few wayward upsets every time we do pick them. Um, here's a, another rematch from a Thursday night, like two weeks ago, I think. Titans at the Colts. Uh, Colts are uh, um, favored by three and a half. I'm going to go Titans. Lynch? I'm going t- Titans as well. I will. No, I take that back. Give me Indy. The defense is real. Yeah, their, their defense is something kind of special. Um, ask, uh, well, I ended up losing that game to Reggie, but I was about to say ask Reggie because they got a touchdown against him when I was playing him. Anyways, um, I am going to say Titans. Um, so, Lynch, you're taking the Colts there. Um Kings, Minnesota is favored by four. Who is this? Panthers, Vikings. Panthers and um, Vikings. CMC, McCaffrey's it's, uh, he's not playing. CMC unlikely to play. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna go. And the Vikings just lost. I think Vikings win. It's, it's, taking the it's, t- taking the Vikings and Dalvin Cook's gonna win me the week. Is PJ Walker still starting? Yeah. Yeah, Vikings. I'm taking Vikings as well. Um, Cardinals at the Patriots. Arizona's favored by two and a half. Everybody's taking Arizona there. Um, Dolphins at the Jets. I think we're all taking Dolphins. Um, Browns at the Jets. Wait, 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 wait. Tua got hurt. Who cares? Okay, but Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick is arguably a better NFL quarterback than Tua right now. I would take – I would take Ryan Fitzpatrick right now over Tua. I think them starting two of this this uh, two didn't get hurt. He just got yanked. He got yeah, hurt starting. too. He hurt his foot. He's starting. Uh, okay, though. I'm. I'm. Either way, yeah, um, it's the Jets I'm, lunch. Uh, yeah, I'm taking I'm taking Ryan Fitzpatrick over the field almost, dude. Like, cause he's a gunslinger. He can throw five touchdowns in his sleep, um, mm-hmm. and five interceptions in the same breath. So, um, <laughs> uh, I'm really not that high on Fitzpatrick but he's good enough to beat the, the Jets. Even though Flacco's been playing pretty decent for the Jets. Flacco's been actually playing kind of decent. So I'm still, I'm still going to say Dolphins. Yeah, this shouldn't be a conversation. It's Dolphins. All right. Um, Lynch, are you going Jets? I wish, but no. Do it. Jesus. Do it. I'm staying the Dolphins. All right. Um, Browns at the Jags. I don't know if Minshew's back yet. I'm going Browns. And I, I, think, I think they're benching Minshew on purpose. That's what I'm hearing. According what? to my sources. It's like he's, he's pretty decent, though. He's, he's hurt. Legs. Yeah, he's hurt, but he's like not really hurt. They're just not bringing him back because they want to lose. Tanking for Trevor. Heard, 
What I heard was that uh, he had like over five bones broken in his hand. You know how many bones are in the hand? It's ridiculous. So yeah, but like um, he's he he he'd be playing right now if he was like that dude. Like he'd be fighting through it and playing football. He's a beast like that. So I think they're like glad that he's hurt. If that's even a thing. I like the Browns. Their offense has been stagnant. Um, two weeks ago, it was because of the rain and the wind. But last sure. week, they didn't they didn't get anything done. You know, they're a running team predominantly. I get that. But even even uh, last week, though, when they were playing a, a team that they should have been able to throw against, they didn't. And um, they don't have any good wide receivers. I mean, yeah. Now that OBJ is gone, Landry's fell asleep this this year. Um, and uh austin hooper they just don't have they, they don't u- utilize a tight end like they need to play Atlanta bryant does. they he's need to play stud. john's john's boy he's bryant stud, bro he's a stud um so uh i i like the browns but um i think that that one could go either way i don't like it i don't like the browns by seven I like the browns, the browns are seven by... and three bro chubb okay, chubb's man. gonna run it over him yeah um, Jacksonville's more um, vulnerable through the air than they are on the ground, but I do like the okay. Browns. I don't think they win by seven. Um, Saints at the Broncos. Saints are favored by six. Broncos. Yeah. What? Yeah. Why? This fuck Taysom. Jesus. Tell me how you really feel. I'm taking the Saints. I will uh, also take the Saints. Broncos have a pretty competitive defense, but um, if they don't get Kamara involved uh, through the air this week, they could fucking lose that game. Kamara didn't That's catch a pass. They didn't catch one. He didn't catch one pass last week. It's the first time the in his career. That, I was about to say, when has that ever happened? First I think, time in his I, career. I think now they're gonna they're gonna overdo it to him now just because of that. Like they'll get him involved okay. early and often. They're trying to trying to get the ball from Michael Thomas. Jameis should be starting. Sorry. Ah! I'm, I'm, Jameis should definitely be starting over Taysom. Yeah, he should be. He should be. And then hope, he can fucking do gadget bullshit with Hill if you want to. But I hope I hope Jameis I hope Jameis plays because Jameis gonna throw three pick sixes. Jameis will let the Bucks back in into the division. Okay. Um I uh I disagree. I mean, I, I mean, he's he's known for throwing a lot of interceptions, but he's also known for for throwing forty touchdowns in the season too. So, um, I think Jameis just he needs to grow up a little bit and like get more get his NFL IQ up. But Reggie and I were talking about that, um, not as a replacement for Dak, but um, not over Dak. But we would take Jameis as a replacement if Dak were to walk on us, you know, and we didn't pay him what he wanted. Dak's, um, Dak's going in the books. There's not. We're, we're paying Dak whatever he wants, dude. After seeing the debacle without Dak, how he's do you, getting how do you guys have money, bro? There's a salary cap in this league. You guys are paying yeah. everybody. You're paying Tom Fernandez. Brady. You're paying Tom Brady gone. Antonio Brown bullshit. You got like 50 million. Uh, no, I, t- I explained. I explained it to Reggie. Tom Brady's on a two-year deal. Um, Dak's gonna do. Reggie said Dak's gonna get franchise, and Dak is gonna want too much money after next year, and that's no, when Tom Brady's him. off books. We're paying Dak whatever he wants. I guarantee it. So, all right. Lynch went Broncos. Reggie and I went Saints. 49ers at the Rams. We're all going Rams there, um, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Chiefs at the Bucks. That's Chiefs. interesting. Chiefs. Damn, Lynch. That's your own team. That's your own people. 
What are you right. thinking? I'll go Bucks. Wow. Hmm. Why? I'm, Just because. For what? Oh, because I haven't picked an upset. And, All right. I respect that. Um, not that that's a huge upset because roster to roster, um, talent wise, I mean, they're comparable. You know, uh, Buccaneers should have a better defense than the Chiefs. Um, and they True. honestly should have a better offense. True. You know, uh, I mean, he's got Hill and Kelsey. You know, those are two. The uh, Hill is number two on my list in wide receivers. Kelsey's number one, and they've got the number one quarterback <coughs> in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. But Tom Brady, I mean, his fist is full of fucking rings. He's got Antonio Brown. Now that he's not slapping fucking athletic trainers, um, he, you got Chris Goblin. You've got Mike Evans, who fantasy wise isn't blowing up, but is a top ten wide receiver in the league. Yeah, y'all saw y'all saw what Gronk. Godwin's playing through though. Huh? You saw what Godwin is playing through. No, uh, did he burn no. his feet in he the ice a, machine? He got a pin. He got a pin in his finger, and he's catching balls. He's catching balls like this. What? With his thumb, his pointer finger, and his and his pinky. Like he's he's purposely taking his uh, middle finger and his ring finger like off the football. I can't. I can't. Jeez. Did he burn his feet in the ice machine? <laughs> Chill with AB. AB's in town. Cryotherapy. Cry out cryotherapy. Hey, oh God, I'm this cryotherapy. But go in. No shoes, bro. No, no shoes. No shoes. No cow. <laughs> no, no bro. Cow. Like um. So uh, his hands no, messed I did up. Not. I did not see that. They showed it. They showed it. Um, not not Monday night, but last week, they showed him catching passes, and he's like purposely pulling the two fingers back, and he's just catching them essentially one handed, and then with this, with the three fingers. So it's bro, like you fuck up. You fuck up your hand, your career's over. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So like, why? Well, are I you mean, even fucking. What's his face? Fucking Tory Holt. His fucking finger was like over here. Like he had to get special gloves to fucking yeah. fit his shit. True. Um, all right, so I think that's about like 31 minutes of Buccaneers talk, and we're officially going to go down from two listeners to zero if we do 32. Yeah, so moving sure. on, Bears at the Packers. Um, says says the Cowboys, Dan. Jesus Christ. No Give me the Pack. The Cowboys. Go Pack, um, go. Yeah, I think we're all going Packers there. Reg? Yeah. This seems like a Reggie takes a Bears pick. Are you taking the Bears over the Hell Packers? Hell no. Fuck that. No, I'm going Packers right. all the way. And then um, Seahawks at the Eagles. I mean uh, the Eagles. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean it's not. You're not, you're not serious. Get out I'm of here. serious. Jesus, I'm going Seahawks all the way. Um, I guess I could. I think it'll be a high-scoring, close game. But I'm going with Russell Wilson. Carson Wentz pulls shit Late. out of his ass like at least once a year. It's time mm. for him to pull something out of his ass. And oh like, my God! I cannot believe that either one of you first of all it won't be close second of all the only shit that Carson Wentz is pulling out of his ass is fucking turf or grass because he's been on it so much and he and he's not he's he's he looks like shit he looks the Seahawks defense sucks though I think they'll put up points they're playing better now they're playing a little bit better They've no. improved incrementally. No, I don't, I don't I, know. Yes, they have. Incrementally, they have improved. They gave up. Tw- they gave up twenty-one to to Arizona. Gave up twenty-three to the Rams, who fucking play you, slow you, as you, fuck. You're saying okay. How much? Did, what did y'all give up to the Rams? Just wondering. Second thought. <laughs> Arizona. Arizona has a top five uh, wide receiver, a top three, top five quarterback, 
and two fucking running backs that are top 15, yeah. top 20. 21 not a lot. What? 21 not a lot to the Cardinals. 21, 23. You, can you, win said, you said Edmonds easily. and Drake are top 15 running backs? Top 20. Drake? Combined. Top 20. Combined, I think they are. Look at Edmonds, the stats. Edmonds, Edmonds, you can't really tell because he hasn't gotten the, the sample size, but uh, King on Drake's top 20. I think yeah, I think if you look at the stats, if you put if you combine like the Cardinals running game minus Murray, I think they're probably top fifteen rushing yards. I don't know, but I'd assume so. Let's see, King on Drake. Um, I mean, six hundred and forty-one yards, averaging four point four yards a carry. He's got five touchdowns on the ground, one through the air. I mean, yeah, that's not bad it, at all. He's he's definitely top twenty. He's top twenty in fantasy points at the position in a PPR format, and he's missed fucking three games. Yes, he's top 20. Yeah, he's, he's, laughing he's been pretty Sanchez. good. Yeah, <laughs> I would definitely call King Andre top 20 for sure. Yeah, no, he's, no, been, he's, been, 15, he's been good. Not top 15. That's why I said top 10 after. Um, but, yeah, I would definitely say top 20, King Andre. As soon as, he, as soon as he went to fucking Arizona, did he not just transform a little bit? That first game that he went in and played last season – He's averaging like seven yards to carry. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, what is going on? It was always good. They had just had Adam Gase. Yeah, true that. Um, so big bug guy at Adam Gase. Um, we got the pick him in. So what's next? Do you want to do DFS or do y'all want to laugh at my top ten some more? Let's uh, let's cut, let's, cr- let's wrap this up a little bit. I mean, we've been two hours in. Let's do something quick. Well, DFS and picks aren't quick. So, um, if you want to carry that into another day, we can. Wait, the uh, DFS and what? The picks? I thought we did picks. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Top 10, I meant. Let's do... Can you guys pod Friday or Saturday? Um, and over all week, so... Yeah, I don't start until next Monday. So I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm open. We can do. What y'all, just... uh, what, what are y'all doing for Thanksgiving? I'm going to Englewood. Englewood. Um, are y'all going back Wednesday or what? I'm working every day. I'm just right after here. work Thursday. I'm going up. Aren't you staying home? You're not. You're. Does Does your mom still live there at lunch? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, um, what's your guys' favorite Thanksgiving food item? Ooh, I'll tell you right now. Mine is probably the combination, the turkey stuffing combination. Like, you need that moist stuffing with, like, the turkey. Whew. Gotta be dark meat turkey. Dark meat turkey, true. Uh, the white meat is dry, but if you put enough stuffing in it, it moistens it up. But dark meat, turkey with the stuffing, top all day, all day, never lost. Reggie's always fucking breaking rules and shit. You can only pick one. Yeah, for it's, a real. Com- it's a combo meal. No, it's not. You pick one. No, it, it goes together. You pick one. It's like macaroni am and cheese, bro. One, am I the only one that wishes ham was like a regular thing for Thanksgiving? Because I, I will fucking kill some ham, but I'm just not a big turkey guy. Dark meat turkey, it's great, but um, I, I, I wish ham was cooked on Thanksgiving more. Lunch, what's your uh, what's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Stuffing. Give me a plate of stuffing and I'm okay. 
two for three on the stuffing. I like the stuffing, but I need I need the meat too. You know what I mean? Like I like the, I think yeah, if I had to pick either or, I'd go stuffing. Salty. But I need to have the turkey with it. Got to. I mean, it can get pretty salty. Um, it depends on. I mean, I guess it depends on who's making it. But uh, the mac and cheese is something I always look forward to on Thanksgiving. But if I had to pick, I would probably say, yeah, uh, probably the mac and cheese. Because, I mean, it's pretty – no, because sometimes it's too dry. Uh, I like green bean casserole a whole lot with little fucking crunchy things. I'm not a huge Ooh. fan of turkey. I, I Honestly, Thanksgiving, it's Caitlin's favorite holiday. But it's like – it's the only good thing about Thanksgiving in my mind uh, is Cowboys football. Um, so, but if I had to pick, I like green bean casserole a lot um, or ham whenever somebody fucking – makes ham um favorite thanksgiving memory do y'all have any that's a good one beating reggie's ass and fucking turkey bowl when was that every year that never happened every um, year um never, hey, never you, happened never lost reg did a uh, homegirl tag you in games tag you in the facebook post today uh, i deleted my facebook app on my phone who was it uh, Sally, I don't have her on Facebook. Why? What'd she say? She, I'm not friends with her on Facebook, but she tagged us in a uh, picture. Jesus, but yeah, I do. I do miss the Inglewood football games, um, turkey bowls. Those are fun as fuck. I'd say that, and then just watching Cowboys games. Usually they win too, so shout out yeah. to that. But yeah, the turkey bowls are fun. I would say mine was uh, is. Um, Two years ago, when Caitlin surprised me for my birthday, got me tickets to the Cowboys-Redskins game. That shit yeah. was fucking lit. Uh, you went to Dre World. Fun. Yeah, it was fun. A lot of fun. Um, but, yeah, I figured I would ask three questions that weren't football-related. That shit was good. I like that. Yeah. It seems a good holiday, for sure. One of the best. Well, since uh, we're wrapping it up, yeah, let's uh let's do the other yeah, half of it. Let's do the other half either either Friday or Saturday. We'll figure it out which day works best. I might just uh I might just send you a recording of my top ten and rationales, and if you want to post it, you can. You could do that too. Yeah, just send it my way, and I'll I'll post it. Whatever you want to do. All right, y'all. All right, motherfuckers. Happy Thanksgiving. Y'all, you too, guys. Also, I'll uh see y'all on the flip. All right, see thanks y'all. for hopping on. Yes, sir. Thanks for having us. Peace.